The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. God bless America. How you doing? Welcome worldwide podcast uh, listeners. Kevin Show podcast. It's only me with Pete Davis, producer, sidekick, and sports raconteur extraordinaire, and the mechanical mangler flounder at the controls, of course, at El Condo Flounder with Lucas the Podcat. Uh, I didn't see him in the screen. I was kind of disappointed. I he was, was there a little while ago, and then he was chilling on the couch, and then yeah. he heard you come in, so he ran into well, the room. Well, what he's got, one of these days, he I'm going to be absolutely <laughs> thrilled, because he should be sitting right here. I mean, honestly, he should be he should be sitting there and then jump over here. We can play with him. I Here's mean, what he should be doing. Doink. <laughs> yeah, going, going like this. <laughs> I mean, I could really, that would be... That would be <laughs> Anyway, um, he hasn't started that stuff yet, but he's very curious about stuff. Oh, so you believe me, he yeah, will. <laughs> when he discovers, but he can do it. Last night was the first night where I kept my door open, yeah, and he's. Because I got a new little cat tree for him. Yeah. So that way I have one out there and then one in my room for when I'm gone. So he slept out there last night. Really? So That's good. Starting yeah. to uh, kind of normalize around here. You're independent. He's eating and drinking. He's fine and healthy yep. and mm-hmm. seems good. Excellent. Likes to meow a lot. I'm sorry? He likes to meow, meow. a lot. Oh, yeah, meow, yeah. <laughs> now, is he fixed yet or is he too young? No, too young. too young. Yeah, he's yeah. only, I think the the birthing was in July. Yeah. So. Well, when he starts peeing all over yeah, your furniture, yeah, you'll know, know that it's time to. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, anyway. Um, all right, look, we got a million things to talk about today. Happy Monday. Hope you had a great weekend. We'll talk about weekend stuff. It happened. I got a couple of nitpicks. I'll bet you guys might. A lot of sports to talk about. Not only the Braves and the Falcons and Tennessee and Alabama and Yankees are game tonight. Uh, a whole bunch of good stuff here in sports. Um, some thank you notes. Uh, we'll talk about the, uh, 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 the my uh, post office box. And, and we got a whole bunch of, you know, personal stuff, a bunch of newsy stuff, too, including President Pervert is at it again. This child molester, it's, you know, you can't just write everything he does off as, well, he's just a silly old grandpa and he doesn't mean any harm. He's a pervert. Yep. He's creepy. He's creepy. Hey, we'll get to it. And you're going to hear him. In fact, uh, there's sound, and you'll hear if you haven't seen the video. And I, th- I hope somebody other than Fox is playing it, but I'll bet the mainstream media is not touching it at all. Anyway, we'll talk about that. Uh, the president uh, pervert also Herschel Walker man on that debate uh, and uh, the early voting is on I'm going to try to vote today Um, we'll talk about uh, oh (laughs) if Pete would shoot uh, people who damage art yes what are you going to do on Halloween if somebody soaps your windows (laughs) Uh, I I will applaud them because I'm three stories up (laughs) if he's hanging off your balcony (laughs) your kid have a a candy bar yeah yeah, they deserve it. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, Putty Ted's coming to town. 
let's see. Uh, the first pair, early pair of Levi's jeans with kind of a hidden secret message of what times used to be. We'll talk about that. Also, the Christian fired for not uh, being a part of the LBGDQRXNIT thing. By the way, I, I, I was Googling the story, the Christian teacher fired for the LGBT or something is all, all I typed in. And all of a sudden now with auto Google thing, it's put the whole phrase in. It's not like nine LBGTQRE170 dash. I mean, it's, oh my God. Anyway, uh, milk pouring people are at it again. Also, boycott of a, uh, a cosmetics firm because they played audio, a video, a tape of a tranny talking about how you can't wait to have a baby and a family and that everybody needs to have good makeup, even if you're a guy dressing like a girl, stuff like that. Uh, drive by shooting at Clark Atlanta University. Uh, dear Abby, thing or two. Uh, new kinds of parents and a whole bunch of stuff. And first of all, I think is a debate tonight. Uh, Stakey the Kool Aid Monster and uh, is it on TV? Oh, Monday I, Night Football. Yeah, good luck. Good. That's fine because it won't make any difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't care. And in fact, I have to admit, I forgot the Herschel Walker debate Friday no. night. I was watching so much sports Friday night. No. I, I just I got di- no. distracted, and I realized, oh my God, it's nine fifteen or whatever. It was you know too bad, too bad. But I heard I saw a lot of sound bites, and I, 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 we'll talk about how well he did. Now, first of all, a couple things uh pete brought me a bag and in this bag is oh my god marijuana i can't believe it he brought me a bag oh wait a minute oh no sorry what is this now Great Grains. Great Grains. We talked about this last week did we not and this is from what company or is it a health food thing it's post and it's called Great Grains? Great Grains from Post. Now, yeah. do you get this at Publix and places, or do you have to go to a special store? They have three or four different uh, versions of it, yeah. I don't think, I, you know, I don't shop for cereals, so I guess that's why I've, I've It's never... usually, on Kroger, it's, uh, it's on the end for some reason. I can't go to Kroger. It's too freaking confusing. In fact, I'm going to talk about it. But uh, but by the way, speaking of shopping for cereal. Well, Publix has Holy, it there must be 700 brands I of know. cereal. It's amazing. I mean, do they all sell? I guess, you know, I'd love to have it. Well, one day, it's can easy. we get one it's day, easy. It's easy. For parents. Yeah. Well, just, yeah, that's right. Uh, but one day we need to get a supermarket guy in here. I would, wouldn't you love to know at, at, a, at a thing like Publix? I mean, I just, I'm just a curious for, for 20 minutes and do a thing. Wouldn't you love to know how many at, at your basic Publix or Kroger? Earl, you know, the meat uh, manager uh, from no, Publix. No, no, no. I mean, I'm seriously. Uh, if you get a guy from Publix <laughs> or, or Kroger to say, uh, an Alfred or Roswell, whatever, to say, okay, how many of those freaking chickens do you cook every day? Probably a lot. I mean, well, seven, five hundred, seven thousand. Uh, when do you? I mean, just you know, stuff like that. H- how many boxes of cereal do you sh- sell to make room? I mean, do you sell fifty boxes a day or five hundred a day? I, mean, I have no idea. I mean, when when you go through the store and you see the fresh fruit, how do, how much do they have to throw away? It, does it does it sell every day? I mean, I, I just, I'm, I'm just curious as to how a supermarket works. The computer. They, I mean, it's it just, out. oh, is, is it turnover every minute or is it sit there for months? Or, I mean, I'm just curious about things, you know, the, the daily stuff. And anyway, I just, I just uh, how much milk? Uh, what about milk? I mean, do you get it in and it's gone in two days or you know, do you have some of the back fro? I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know how it works, but I thought it'd be interesting. Anyway, thank you. I'll try this. It's the same with the flowers. Yeah, fresh flowers. And they come from Mexico, I think, most of them. Really? I think they used to. I I don't know if they still do. But the the number one importer or exporter of flowers to America is Mexico. And and, and I don't know how they stay so fresh. And also they come in bundled, and you'd think they'd be crushed. I don't know. But again, I, I don't have the answer. I don't know. Well, they fly them in every day from the Netherlands to New York City. Every single day yeah, they fly I, the tulips. Yeah, 
I'm sure. Again, it's it's how how much they must sell a billion of them to be able to pay for a jet to play do nothing but fly tulips over here. I guess they're part of a, a cargo thing, but still, I mean that's no, it's a tulip express. Well, there. See, I, even again, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's got to be unbelievably expensive. To By do the that. way, Donnie has just voted for you in the District 11 representative race. <laughs> <laughs> Boom! Bah! <laughs> Booyah! <laughs> yeah, right in the camera. I, I don't. I mean, that's yeah. Funny is that if you, especially a race you don't care about or you don't know about, put in the camera. <laughs> How funny is that? Um, oh, um, let's see a couple things. Oh, and first of all, Pete Davis. Oh, uh, my thanks to everybody. Uh, again, we got I got the post office box just a few days ago. It was, it was like last. My, yeah. sat, I don't know, whatever it was. We already got mail. I put the, I put a I Facebook know. video of me going to the post office box. And among the mail we got, in fact, I'm going to read a bunch of it now here for you uh, now, is uh, from, uh, let's see, uh, from um, Tom and Stone Mountain. Uh, not only sent money to the podcast, but he also sent money to you for Holy Crap, It's Sports. What? That's directly to you. How about Thank that? You. Yes, sir. That's from uh, Thomas and Stone Mountain. Um, and he says, always enjoy your shows. Enjoy the cheeseburgers. And again, we ask Aww. you for a cheeseburger Thank a month. You, Tom. Uh, or we now have a post office box. And you can go to thekimmershow.net and look up all the stuff. Or the post office box is Kimmer Media. Post office box 1432, 1432, Alpharetta, Georgia, 3000009. And you can get it on our uh, thekimmershow.net. Anyway, thank you so much, uh, Thomas. Also, uh, our buddy Rick at Atlanta Custom Closet sent us a nice little note yeah. and some money and stuff. That's cool. Uh, Stephen and Mayretta, Mark and Franklin, North Carolina, our friend Denise. We've already gotten uh, all this mail from the post office box, a couple more quickies that I wanted to read because I'm, I was... Uh, what's the matter? By the way, Atlanta Custom Closets, closetpro.net. Yes. 404-255-0589 is the place to go for any renovation or new closet, <laughs> whatever you need. Atlanta Custom Closets, closetpro.net. There you are. One of our camera show podcast sponsors with our great appreciation. Did you say something? I, or, uh, you I just, just said that's it? what she said. Oh, okay. <laughs> You know, I have on my on my DVR. I have I have stuff collected for years, and I have among the things I have in my history, my uh, TV thing is about the four minute section where Michael Scott is in the meeting with Jan, and he says, "We can't be fun anymore. I can't tell jokes anymore." And Jim says, "Is that going to include? Uh, that's what she said. Yes, it does. Oh, that's going to be hard." Pause. You think you can go? Yeah, all you day? never let me down like this before. <laughs> I, 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 can you go all day without? He said, Look, "That's what she said." He. <laughs> It's stupid. Anyway, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, I got a very nice note here and a, a, a wonderful donation from our friend Jerry. And it says, Kimmer and crew, I've been a listener for many years. I'm glad you have a post office box. I've wanted to help, but due to my PayPal account being hacked, I no longer trust electronic money transactions through the Internet. <laughs> God bless America. <laughs> Jerry, I, I get it, my friend. Um, he says, as an old man, 78... And an old car fan, I sympathize with your health romance. <laughs> this is funny. I, symp I sympathize with your health, romance, and financial problems. <laughs> <laughs> Your life. That's pretty much the trifecta. Your life. <laughs> That's my life. That's it. I mean, you know, health, romance, and money. That I mean, what else is there? 
I know. <laughs> College football. Uh, he says, getting old ain't easy. I remember, you know, he says, I remember the 55 Ford convertible you were having built. I'm a retired postal worker and an Air Force vet in the 60s. Thanks for your service, but of, uh, good luck with the show. Best luck with the show. Hope it works out. From Jerry. And I, I already wrote him a thank you note. Uh, that 55 Ford was supposed to be the last car I ever bought because of the thing, and I got screwed and cheated, and two car dealers screwed me, and, you know, local. Yeah, anyway, uh, thank you, Jerry. And one more, and, and this is from uh, Mike, uh, says, longtime listener, no time caller, Mike in Powder Springs. And he says, uh, yeah, I have to do a certain voice for this. And here's his letter. Here, here's, what, here's how it goes. Kimmer. Hey, hey, re- remember that time wh- when you had that little girl call in for the for the little Bow Wow tickets? Yeah, re- re- remember that Wayne w- was cracking up and, and you made her play her clarinet? Re- remember that? That was awesome. It had to be the Chris Farley type story, and it's a true story uh, that a little girl, a little girl was listening, little black girl was listening, and she missed, was listening to the black station, whatever the, I forgot which one it was, but the black station. Well, I'm telling you, what you get. it's the black station. It's the urban black station. It's the black station. I'm, I mean, is that offensive? Huh? V103. V103 or something. And they were having a contest where you could call in to get tickets to Little Bow Wow. Well, she clearly dialed me at my talk show instead of, of the V whatever. And so and, and I said, so I said to Wayne, I said, oh, this, we're going to have a little fun here. And she couldn't have been 10 or 11 years old. You bastard. I know. And I said, <coughs> God help me. I think I used a fake black voice, too. I think oh, I said, my. I said, that's right. Talking. How's it going, baby? <laughs> I, I think I might have even done that. And anyway, I won't do it now, but I might, I'm, I'm admitting I might have done it. I don't know. But and you're she wondering she why talking. things are not going well right now. <laughs> Karma. <laughs> <laughs> and, she, and she said she was, you know, calling in to get the tickets. And I said, I said, well, uh, I, I think I, oh, I, I think I, I said, what's your favorite Little Bow Wow song? And I think she told me, and I said, I said, well, can you sing something for me? And I forgot how we got into it. And I may be wrong about this, but the bottom line was, I said, I, I may, she was a musician, and I said, well, what do you play? She played the clarinet. And in fact, even the letter says, P.S., Wayne told you that you were going to hell, and yet you continued. The poor girl played Mary Had a Little Lamb. I, I made her play in her clarinet, Mary Had a Little Lamb. And I don't remember how I got out of giving her the, giving her the tickets. I think I just said, well, you have to call back and try again or something. But, oh. well, I'm it was too late. She wasn't going to. I know. I know. I'm sorry. Everything bad has happened to you well, in your life after that. I, I was. I used to fool around. I, I, when, people used to call me when they think Adults, I was. They though, thought, not a child. Well, an old lady called it. Well, all right. So she learned her lesson. <laughs> it's a hard life, kid. Yeah, don't trust Whitey. <laughs> yeah, don't trust Whitey. It's a hard life. It's a hard life. What's that Little Orphan Little Annie song? Snot. It's a hard life. <laughs> the ankle biter. <laughs> rug rat. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and wait, I remember this old lady called in and thought it was Clark Howard and it, it was looking yeah. for a, a trip to Birmingham. <laughs> and Clark Howard was famous. Well, if you're going to Birmingham, you know, I mean, he just, it was, it was a, like a slogan line. And so I said, oh, I said, oh, my God, you're in luck. Semper Fi Air has a special right now. $12 one way to Birmingham. I said, oh, when you get there, you get a Yugo 
for free. And in fact, Don Farmer called after this, after that bit, Don Farmer, the anchorman, Chris Girl, Don Farmer called. He, he was a listener and he called me and said he was cracking up in the car when I had this thing. It was, the bit was, I said, yeah, it's like $12. I, I maybe said it wrong, $12 round trip. Uh, and when you get there, they give you a Yugo for your use. I said, oh my God. I said, no. Uh, you're going to have to stand all the way. Do you have a problem standing at all, you know, moving around on, while you're flying? And, so, and it went on and on. And I said, well, just look it up, uh, Semper Fi Air, and uh, see if the uh, the special still holds. Oh, thank you so much, Clark. I said, you're welcome. <laughs> hey, you know. <laughs> Over the weekend, uh, after the college football games, I was flicking around, and there was Clark. He has a TV show. What? Yeah. On what channel? I, I don't know which one it was, but there was Clark, and he was talking about getting deals and stuff like that. It was I'll like, be, hey, there's Clark. Cha- it's got to be Channel 2 still. It might be. Because he still does radio stuff with WSB. Was this on, on Sunday? It's like a Sunday so, I think morning it was Saturday show or something? night after the, the games oh, and everything. After, after the news. I'll be damned. And uh, we love Clark. I mean, yeah, Clark's a great a guy. Nice we, we, guy. The last time I saw him, in fact, we were doing a live shot where you were making fun of the band who said, uh, kiss my ass band people. Uh, Smash Mouth. Smash Mouth. Smash, Smash Mouth, Mouth sucks. sucks. <laughs> <laughs> when they were right there. Oh, oh, they were right behind me. Yeah, they were, they were like an inch from me. <laughs> Smash Mouth sucks. <laughs> I ran. <laughs> we, I don't know what we were doing. It was an Olympic parade. That was the, that was the mic drop, the first mic drop ever. Because I literally <laughs> dropped the mic and ran. That was, it was an it Olympic was thing? pre-Olympic thing. Yeah, down at so the park. So that's 96? 95 or 96, yeah. Jesus, 20. I mean, oh yeah. my God. <laughs> Ham Ray anyway, and, and and Clark was was uh, was was in a was he doing in a, in a car on a parade or something or walking by in a part of a thing it was a spe- it's Clark Howard, and so we started you know calling to him and talking to him while he was he was on yeah. the air doing side anyway it was pretty funny he's a great we, we 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 always like Clark Clark Howard if you're going to Birmingham you know anyway. he once he did a show at Aunt Charlie's the great Aunt Charlie's in Buckhead, and my parents were down there for some reason day drinking, I guess. <laughs> and they walked up to him and introduced themselves and uh, said, you know, they were my parents, you know, to have house and And he couldn't have been nicer to them. Just yeah, he's couldn't a, have he's been a nice nicer. guy. Yeah. And he likes, uh, you know, I mean, he's, uh, you know, he's a man. He, he, he has a certain, there was a little, was a little episode of him uh, being, no, no, don't you know, go sweet, there. Uh, being a real man. I, that's right. I've got a, uh, did I ever tell you the one about a certain anchor lady that I knew in a thing with a cloakroom? Well, the one you didn't ever uh, no, no, yeah, settle the bill with? One of my regrets. <laughs> <laughs> I like it at her. <laughs> uh, you idiot, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Once in a while, 2 o'clock in the morning, I wake up and say, you idiot, you idiot, you idiot. <laughs> as the late great Jack Kennedy said, all you got to do is ask. You got to ask. <laughs> a 9 out of 10 are going to slap you. 1 out of 20 is going to probably go to your car. <laughs> <laughs> I regret not hitting that girl in the car at the, at the ball. Know. We went down to the ballpark I to know. go out on the radio that day. Uh, she was crazy. She was, re- yeah, she was nuts. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> right up your well, alley. Well, she started it. Um, uh, oh, the people tried it again. I, I promise we have newsy stuff. I mean, but we're just, you know, we're goofing yeah, around. I got another thing. Workplace uh, safety plan order form. Workplace <laughs> safety is essential. Georgia businesses are required to have a workplace safety plan. So this guy, and so they sent me a form. And last year, I, the last couple of years, I've paid them their $100 fee what? for this. But then I, re- I kept looking at it and said, no, wait a minute. 
Uh, it says we are, uh, this is a non-governmental organization, does not have a contract with any government agency to provide this service. In other words, they're, you idiot, they're you just idiot. They're saying pay me money and we aren't going to do anything. But it's an official, I mean, look at this. It's an official form and it's got numbers and codes. It's, I mean, and then I, I said, no, wait a minute. And it was, it was $295. Please respond today. Anyway, yeah, I'll respond. Here, check this out. Thank you. Anyway, God, goofballs. <laughs> uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. Weekend stuff. Uh, we'll talk sports uh, here shortly, but other yeah. than sports thing, any I had exciting? a really weird Halloween experience. Because Halloween? Halloween's a week from today, by the way. That can't be right. What's today, 17th? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's two weeks no, from today. No, it's two weeks. It's two weeks from today. But it's a Monday night? <clears throat> it's a Monday night, yeah. Okay. So you got to dress up that Monday. Bo both of you have to dress up. They have to have I'll, some I'll kind of thing. I'll be you driving have to have my car down. I got my classic Waldo I can always go to. Yeah, do the Waldo. <laughs> it's like a dance. Do the Waldo. So anyway, yeah. I'm in downtown Sandy Springs walking around. Gosh, it's like Friday afternoon. And they were setting up some tents to do a Halloween thing for kids and stuff. I think they're doing one on the 22nd, too. Anyway. Who? Who's doing it? Sandy Springs, I think. Oh, okay. The There's city a sign of, as you're driving up you. the road here. Yeah. Anyway, this is, this is Roswell. I think maybe it's Roswell. Anyway, so there's a bunch of little, you know, little shacks set up and everything. And one of them, psychic. Oh, you get your best psychic. Five cents. Uh, I've Lucy, never I've been. <laughs> I've had a psychic on my old shows, but I'd never actually done one myself. And I went in. Oh, it was open? You mean ready to go? Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. My, oh, my God. And so, how much? All right, go ahead. All it right. was about, oh, gosh, five bucks, something. Yeah, five or six dollars, I remember. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, I'm sitting down. Well, you walk in. Well, tell me about walking in. Was it a dark yeah, it was room just a with little, a globe? No, it was, or? Basically, it was a tent because they set up little kiosks and tents and everything. Kind of like a street fair. Yeah. All right. So it wasn't mysterious, like a, a burning well, globe it was kinda, or smoke Oh, yeah, because it was kind of dark inside. Okay. She had dark stuff up around and, and neon glowing things, stars and moons yeah. and stuff. Yeah. And she was a rather attractive woman. It's, I think that pretending to be a gypsy, maybe Italian yeah, yeah, or something probably. like that. But yeah. I don't know. So she had the little... Well, Stevie Nicks was in town this weekend. That's so. true. They said she was great, by the way. Everybody yeah. said she was great. Who was great? Stevie Nicks. She was at your oh. theater and she did great, the amphitheater. But Oh, excellent. Yeah, excellent. Poor Tom Petty's dead, can't be with her. So anyway, I walk yeah. into the little tent, it's dark and everything, and she turns out, she's not the crystal ball thing, she's not yeah. gazing into the pumpkin or something like yeah. that. She's one of those card readers, the tarot card oh, readers. Oh, yeah. I'm not sure about those. I know, that's a little, mm, yeah. yeah. At least she didn't have a Ouija board. Yeah, that, so, I would have left. Yeah. I would have turned around and left. Yeah. So she puts about four or five cards down on the table in front of me. Yeah. Right? <clears throat> and then she asked me to leave. All right, now wait a minute. Then she says, "You need to leave." That's oh, all she, she was said. Making, uh, she needs to leave. Turns out, if you yell "hit me" every time she lays down a card, <laughs> very funny, they get very unhappy, very with funny. I'm gonna double down on the seven. <laughs> I'm gonna split the nines. <laughs> well, she puts a devil down. And goes, Give me an angel. Give me a <laughs> so you didn't actually get a psychic reading? No. Is that okay? I was <laughs> going to say, because I mean, that was, I mean I've, we've had those before. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, we, we do it on the radio. Uh, in fact, it wasn't uh, our production, production guy 
guy's wife was a psychic. Yeah, okay. And we had her, did yeah. we have her on the radio one time? And she had people yeah. called in and yeah. she could talk to you and say, oh my God, you're going to get married in 12 years and then divorced in 15 yeah. or something like that. Okay. The, I had her on when the Braves, it was game three against the Yankees in 96. And I had her on and she and she was a really nice woman. Jim oh, she's Cook's very wife. Nice woman. Very nice woman. She yeah. said she was a psychic and everything. And she got, she got reading. And at one point I looked up and I looked, she didn't follow baseball. She turned around and saw we're up six nothing. And she said, see, you're worried about nothing. It's no big deal. Well, of course, they lost that game. That was a later home run game. (laughs) But anyway, she told, she says, now, give me, like, your worst nightmare when you're a kid. Where'd your fears come from? And I told her I had a fear when I was a little boy. And when I was finished telling her about it, I never told anybody about that. And then I'm telling it on the air to this woman. And she just looked at me and said, you need help. Oh, <laughs> oh my God! Well, what was the fear? We got to tell us well, now. When I was a kid, you, you jump up on the toilet, right? And you look down, and of course, there's lots of space to look down because you're a kid. You mean put your feet up on the? Th- yeah, I, yeah. You're sitting never... down on the the toilet bowl. Oh, okay. Okay. By yeah. jump up, you mean you yeah. sit down on the toilet? Yeah, you're I a little you put, kid. You jumped up with your feet. No, so no, you sit on the jump. You sit okay. there, and you look down, yeah. and you look between your legs. The yeah. shadow of the light on the water looked like a fiddle. And I thought there was an evil fiddle that, l- that lurked. Like a violin fiddle you're th- talking about? That, yeah, that lurked in the toilet, and it scared me, and I jumped up, and I refused to go to the bathroom for, like, days. And my wow. aunt finally tricked me by giving me chocolate. Yeah, yeah, but it was, only it was... Yeah, uh, it was X-Lax. Yeah, and to this AIDS day, candy. I can't eat hollow chocolate rabbits because it tastes just like X-Lax. I'll be which damn. is why I always got the solid yeah. one. Or AIDS candy, wasn't it? Was yeah. That, was that my, vitamins or was that laxative? That was, a, la- that was a diet AIDS thing. Candy. My mother had that. Diet, yeah. AYD. AIDS candy. <laughs> AIDS candy. <laughs> Another <laughs> psychic thing. The first time I ever had a psychic on, Eric Seidel, our boss, met me in the hallway. He says, well... I hope you got that shit out of your system. <laughs> <laughs> Look at what you're talking about. It's a psychic. Nobody it's cares about radio. psychics. Guess Everybody what? Everybody cares about psychics. And a month later, he signed Art Bell to do overnights. I guarantee you. Yeah. And yeah. I went to his office. And I said, what the hell? Yeah. And by the way, uh, for all you worldwide broadcaster companies, we would love to do an overnight psychic or truck driver or conspiracy or, you know, uh, and get into some, uh, you know, loving techniques or something over like midnight to five or something. We'll do it. (laughs) No, he'll believe me because there'll be there's money in this. I guarantee you we could do a show. We could do an overnight show on radio. Oh, my God. By the way, what what are we doing? Or TV or uh, put it on YouTube. Let's do something like it the monday show in two weeks is the halloween show let's do something you want to get a psychic in here you want to get well what do you want because we tried Maybe that once somebody it didn't work who's out been well. to a, your haunted house guy who's or somebody who's I'm actually had an guy. experience someone that's uh, we wish we had well let's we'll, we'll think, let's let's make Maybe, think what, what do we, we'll bring a ouija board in here no we're not bringing a ouija board <laughs> how about this if you, or if you have a story if you have a, 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 a halloween story a psychic story or a thing like that let us know pete davis one at yahoo.com or send it to kimmer or send it to flounder and, uh, th- and keep them short and pithy because we need to read them on the air yeah but still uh, we gotta yeah. think of something we got two weeks yeah. you want to try and get someone in a ghost hunter and if they're good they don't have to be short if they, i mean just type it away and send it and boom we could have wayne come in and talk about the time i fell in a grave with me and him in the lawrenceville oh. cemetery I, you running time. around at midnight <laughs> i didn't suddenly, know you fell wayne in. Goes, suddenly he disappeared <laughs> pete's gone i had run we had run and i fell in an open grave oh boy that's mm. that's uh, yeah that's why i'm getting cremated i uh <laughs> <laughs> we'll spread you around uh yeah, just send me, put me in the 
uh, the Georgia Radio Hall of Fame doorstep. <laughs> Put you in Lucas the podcast uh, kitty litter bit. Podcat, yeah. Podcat. Uh, oh, my God. Um, let's see. Uh, uh, Flounder, any particular weekend uh, goofiness, happiness, or anything, whatever? No, I kept it nice and uh, chill. I didn't do much, and it was nice. Okay. Yeah, Went and saw are. Hank, my nephew's soccer game on Saturday, and then... Just sat on my ass and watched football and baseball all day. Yeah. Well, it was a great weekend for that. And again, one more game to go. And notice the powerhouses got knocked off. I mean, uh, oh we'll, we'll, we'll talk sports here shortly. And, and, and yeah, because everyone was bitching about the Braves for like four hours, and the Dodgers completely took all the heat off yeah, the Braves. Yeah, right. Thank you. <laughs> and Alabama. And I mean, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> appreciate it. Um, I thought this was pretty funny. Um, I was looking. I was on my. Again, we have a whole bunch of newsy stuff to talk about here, yeah. and uh, I, I'm already kind of remembering late. Um, I was I was looking up the my history and birthdays list. Again, uh, a flounder sends me stuff of his site, which I really like because it's a weird guy from England, I think. And I will look up like, two or three sites to get birthdays and things like that as well. And in fact, by the way, today on our birthday list, it'll be a musical birthday salute, uh, among other things. And I was looking, so I'm on, I'm looking at the history website. All of a sudden, boom, up pops on my phone. This morning, while I'm, I'm doing, or last night, while I was doing this last night, uh, up pops a message, and the message says, "Meet girls from Ukraine." <laughs> How long did that take, by the way? Meet girls from Ukraine. Beautiful girls, singles with traditional and family values, seeking older partners. My special dates, uh, and then I, and then you can open up the. I did not open it. Okay, I did open They're it. Be- some of them beautiful women. Well, uh, Slutskaya Papakakov is going to be here in two weeks. <laughs> well, <laughs> She's well, 24, gymnast. <laughs> She's better than Ivana Kachikagov. <laughs> yeah, Kachikagov. <laughs> She'll be here in two weeks. <laughs> she likes older men. One eyebrow. <laughs> One no, eye. No lip. <laughs> now, I remember back when I, when I was he- uh, in the... God, it was before I got my my final wife, so it must have been in the early mid '90s, because I got her my uh, oh, '95. <coughs> anyway, in the '90s, so I'm on the radio here in Atlanta <coughs> in the '90s, and I really wanted a girlfriend. I mean, I wasn't, I didn't, I don't date. I wasn't a dater, and you know, I'm not the kind of guy that you know girls pick up at the grocery store. So it's not like you know. Anyway, uh, and I did there was, uh, and I think there, I think it was uh, there was a catalog. And I believe it was called uh, Orange Blossom or Peach Blossom yeah, or something like that. And it was Asian girls or Filipino girls from, I think it was Philip, might have been from the Philippines. I don't know if it was specific, but it was from that part of the world. And it was girls looking to meet America and wanted to be married, I mean, wanted to marry Americans. Yeah. Um, and, and most of them had, I think they probably all had pictures and there were some, I mean, just now whether they were real or not, or how old the pictures were, you know, way of telling, but the stories were, I mean, there, and there was one story after another of guys would saying, yeah, they flew over there. And, and, and the deal is if you sign up for this peach blossom special or whatever the hell it's called, I forgot what it's called. Something blossom. I think, um, they, they uh, there's like uh, tours or whatever. And then you kind of make a deal whereby you, you, you spend a week there to meet their family and and get to know them, I mean, stuff, and then they come back with you. And, and, and I actually uh, I actually sent for the catalog, and I didn't send for any of the girls, but I think I, I did write a couple of them. Oh, boy. 
and I got back these, you know, beautiful glowing letters. <laughs> I did, I did, I did. Um, You're oversharing. And, 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 and nothing ever happened. I didn't. But but again, I mean, that's how. But hell, when I when I left, when I was in San Francisco for two lousy years, forty years yeah. ago, uh, before I came back, um, I, I put ad, I put an ad in a paper. I put an ad in a paper here in Atlanta. In fact, I, I told you I met uh, a famous uh, city official, high-ranking city official leader's daughter uh. at uh, at the uh, Cisco Cafe or whatever it's called on, in uh, in Buckhead um, uh, for a lunch date. After I put an ad in the paper, uh, wow. you know, seeking female. Anyway, I mean, nothing ever worked didn't, out. Didn't Art Bell get his wife <laughs> from something like that? You know, I don't know. I still remember I talking about Guys like do it. I, I, I knew a, a golf pro buddy of mine years and years ago. <clears throat> well, not that long ago, but anyway, 20 years, 30 years ago. Um, met his wife through a sex hookup site. Wow. And married her. Now, and I didn't want to say, okay, so in other words, you know, you go to a restaurant and nine guys, hey, Clara, how you doing? You know, silly, hey. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. By the way, ladies, we are available still yeah, to, to be picked up in, res in uh, right. restaurants, grocery right. stores. Right. Although next time I'm going to, I'm going to cement the deal. Remember I, I turned yeah, that girl, sure. no, the girl was reading my jacket that day. Real yeah. cutie was saying, I'm reading your jacket. I said, oh yeah. And she said, yeah. And I, and I, and I let her go. I didn't do anything. I'm, I'm a chicken. Um, quack, quack, quack. Uh, a couple things. Oh, I got, I got, I got a, I got a, a, a new, uh, shopping story, uh, Kanye West story, uh, CBS and their teases thinks things are going to be different. Selena Gomez is in the news on Twitter. We got, you're going to hear president pervert here. Here in just a couple of minutes. I can't wait to get to that. A million things with, with Pete and sports. Uh, we got a whole bunch of stuff here today, including a salute to our buddies at Wise RV Glass. Wise RV Glass. Uh, what a great idea this is. This is a company that will replace any glass or fix any glass issue on your RV, motor coach, and camper, stuff like that. If you have maybe double pane windows that get fogged up, uh, broken rear view mirror, side mirrors, even those big flat one piece front windshields on RVs that are hard to find. They'll take care of it. And the good news is uh, they'll come to you. It's an all-mobile service. They come to where you are, use your window frame, save you time and money, all-mobile service. And the good, honestly, you're thinking to yourself, well, I've got a cracked rear-view mirror. They'll fit. That's what they do. Don't be afraid. There's no job too small. This is what they do for a living. So uh, to save time and money, all-mobile service, no job too big either if you have a whole fleet of vehicles that needs, needs work. Here's a phone number, Wise RV Glass, Area 4. 470-345-6521 and on the web wise it's w-i-s-e wiservglass.com and again thank you very much the winningest team in baseball also has the most saves and people who save the most money are winners so start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only ten dollars each these bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. 
Hey everybody, Buck Blue here, and as a recent customer of Jim Ellis Automotive and a longtime friend of the Vice President, Stacey Ellis, man, I know Jim Ellis Automotive Group takes pride in being a family-owned and operated business. I saw it firsthand. When Stacey's granddad, Jim Ellis, founded the company back in 71, his goal was to treat every customer like family by offering a car-buying experience that was both easy and fully transparent. And it worked. 50 years later, Stacy's dad, Jimmy Ellis, grew the organization to become Georgia's largest family-owned and operated automotive group. And today, third-generation family members like Stacy, along with more than 1,700 dedicated team members, are working hard to uphold the values Jim Ellis Automotive was founded on. And that's why Jim Ellis has been around for over 50 years. Enjoy the advantages of buying your next vehicle from a family-owned and operated dealership. Visit JimEllis.com or stop by any of their 20 dealerships located throughout Metro Atlanta. Jim Ellis Automotive, where you can always expect the best. Ta-da-da. Um, okay, okay, okay. I'm in. I uh, again. I, I want to get to this uh, president pervert here shortly, but I got a couple more quick personal things. Oh no, we got a bruise on Jack. Oh, it's getting. Oh, it's it's Did rotting. It fall or something? No, it's rotting. It's been here. Hmm. They don't last forever. He ain't gonna fact, last two weeks, is he? I have one just like that now. Suddenly, my little friend. Well, he's not Gretchen. rotting yet, but he's he's bruising. My little friend Gretchen left one for me. I don't know how the hell she keeps getting in my place. Um, <laughs> anyway, so I, uh, this weekend I was looking for, I can't, uh, well, a couple things. First of all, I was really trying to find some regular size Milky Ways just to prove that they're, uh, well, and remember somebody said they were Kroger and the checkout cashier lines? Well, they are. Anyway, so I, I went to Kroger because I, I, when I went to Publix, they didn't have any of my Bay's English muffins. <laughs> I don't like, well, I'll eat Thomas's English muffins, but they're not my, what I really like are Bay's, B-A-Y-S, Bay's. English muffins that are in the dairy section near where the biscuits are and cookies okay and they have they have the regular kind or the sourdough bread or the multi-grain and all I ever find lately is multi-grain so I was all ticked off so I said screw this at, at the uh, at the one of the publics I went to and I went to Kroger after I went to the stable I drove all the way to the Kroger that's not really near me at all looking for that they don't even cut half them I didn't see them anywhere any place but anyway at Kroger uh, they did have the Milky Way at checkout, by the way. So I bought a couple of Milky Way bars just to prove they have them. Anyway, I get to this Kroger up on Alpharetta Highway, uh, and they have, they must have had 10 lanes, 10 cashier things, yeah. all automated, one cashier working, right. one cashier. Yeah. And, of course, the guy, the two people in front of me had 40 things in their cash thing, but so did all the people at the self-checkout, <laughs> and it was mobbed, and they all had overflowing carts, I so I said, I, I said, I'm not doing it, and I stayed in line and waited behind the people in the ch- cashier checkout line, just because I just, I don't like, I, I'm, I'm protesting, they're even hurting myself, just saying, I'm not putting up with it, I'm just, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to be part of this, I'm just not going to be part of it, I'm not taking part of it, and I'm watching on the news, this uh, flounder I saw before you got here on the news now, uh, stores, have you heard about this? Stores are now using cash less shopping carts you put your stuff in the cart and drive away okay okay there there's a video out that <laughs> some people made say i think it was saturday night live yeah the basically that, that okay yeah, that's great self- that's yeah. great for white people <laughs> but black people ain't trusting it because <laughs> as soon as we walk out that door you know they're gonna be <laughs> coming gonna say, yeah, ding 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 <laughs> I swear to God, <laughs> hands up. <laughs> oh, no. 
<laughs> well, you're, not talking, uh, yeah. you're not getting I, me. I ain't taking no boat rides either. Doc <laughs> <laughs> says you're going to die. Yeah. One lane open. One out of like 10 or 12. And they've, they're taking jobs away from cashier. They're taking jobs away and making you do the work. Well, well, our friend Tissy, a friend of the show, said she went to Walmart the other day and they made her do the check self-checkout. And as she's walking around, the, the guy standing goes, oh, miss, oh, miss, I need to check your receipt. And she just held it up like this. He goes, look, buddy, yeah. if you trust me to check out, then I'm out of here. I'm not stopping to let you yeah, look I mean, at my then, receipt. Then, then do her, take care of her. Yeah. It's like going to infinity. I, they couldn't take my credit card. Wouldn't even, couldn't even pay my bill there. Anyway, petty human. It's, well, I'm just, you know, I'm just, it, it's again, it's a personal, uh, I'm a baby well, it's boomer. Not that. It's like everything's going to automation. Yeah. I, without question. We were talking, uh, uh, we were talking about this, the uh, cashier-less uh, shopping carts, and I was mentioning a founder, my God, can you imagine what's going to be happening in 100 years? I know. Well, yeah, we'll all weigh 900 pounds, and you'll never leave your home. We won't. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll be long gone. But uh, anyway. It was funny, I was at Whole Foods, was it Tuesday or Thursday, and I went to the, the hot bar. Yeah, and I you go to this. You go to the self checkout, and you set it down so it can weigh, and then you have to pick the container. Oh, I actually God. hit the wrong container, and it made me do it. And I was like, God damn it! And I, there was a line, and everybody heard me. The lady, <laughs> the lady came over and helped me real quick, but I was just like, Jesus! You know, it was just like one little thing, and yeah. I had to do forty d steps to get the, back to start over. Well, when I was at the Infinity Place, I started raising a ruckus, and the girl, I'm like, oh, well, let me get you. What's your code over there? You know, just I mean, maybe that's what you had the squeaky wheel, you know. But again, I just I'm I'm you know I have a thing. I have a mental thing, but I am using my credit card when I go to the store now. I don't I don't worry about having a lot of cash. And the problem is, um, I, I'm buying more stuff. I know. You will. And it's saying, I'll buy, well, I'll buy two things of Tide, you know, just make sure I have an extra one. And what you don't, I mean, that's just, uh, in case I got an apocalypse or something. Well, no, no, but, but I mean, you clothes? know, I hate, I just, I hate buying, you know, stuff like laundry detergent and, and filters, you know, I mean, you have to carry them funny. I mean, filters. the air filters for you. Don't you change your, oh, you probably don't ever no. do that. Well, I change my air filter in my attic every month. Why? Why? For every, your month? Air every month for your air conditioning every unit. Every month. Oh my God! You don't know this? No. Uh, you have to change your filter in your upstairs attic air conditioning thing every month. You don't have to. Oh my God! Well, no, you could let it go and explode. You know. Uh, anyway, so so you know, but I don't feel I don't, I just hate carrying them around and put them in the car. They don't fit anything. They're in the bed. Ah, well, so I you know, but again, charging with a credit card's easy because I just buy. Well, I got to yeah, put those in and do them. Bing bang. Anyway. Uh, that's a thing. Uh, a couple things. Couple. I got to get the president pervert. Uh, Kanye West bought Parlor. Uh, there's no. Yeah. yeah. Kanye West bought Parlor. He says finally the, we're going to bring free speech back. No one's going to hold yeah, us down. Whatever. Well, uh, uh, Google and Apple ganged up on him before and kept him off uh, uh, buying apps. So whether this is going to work, I don't know. There's no. I don't know how much he paid. They aren't saying what he paid for it. But Kanye At West. At the end of the day. Parler. Huh? People are still staying on Twitter and Facebook. Yeah. They're not. They're not leaving not to these it. other sites. I mean, yeah. they're not even doing True Social. It, it has a little demand, but everybody's yeah. staying at Twitter it's and a Facebook. Pain in the ass. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, a couple more um, uh, thingy thingies here. My buddy uh, Mikey, I used to work with uh, Mike Mike Summers, uh, was my old co-host, Morning Man, back in the seventies. Uh, he wrote me. He said, uh, heard an actual promo at the end of CBS Sunday Morning. Quote. 
We live with inflation and a slowing economy. This is on CBS, a slowing economy. Will this stop Democratic momentum heading toward the midterm elections? Face the nation today. Momentum. He says, say what? Are any polling or any data focus groups suggesting Democrats have a momentum going into this yeah, election? There, there's one. <laughs> and someone pointed out yesterday, they're always wrong. Yeah. Uh, and, and they're saying now Biden's approval rating's going up. Yeah. Please. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's getting, they're liking him more and more lately. Philadelphia, which is about liberal as it gets. Yeah, at the ball game, the football game. Booed. Uh, Jill Biden. Dr. Jill, yeah. Now, if that had been Melania, that's all we'd be hearing about that's today. That's right. Now, you can't find that story anywhere Try except on social it. media or the Internet. It's not on, you won't find it on the, and by the way, how could they not? If you're, uh, okay, if you're the president or the news director or the producer of a major news, uh, network news operation, how could you not have the story of American people at a football game booing the first lady? I know that. You, they would do it with Melania that's or that's Nancy funny. Reagan or Mamie Eisenhower, forget. But they sure as hell. I mean, it's unbelievable. Again, this is this this is the same way they fixed the election. I can't prove or never will that they somebody added a million extra votes. We can't prove that somebody took votes and put them into the machines. Uh, we think there was shenanigans. We but know that, there that, was. We know there was. But uh, how much? I don't know. I, I but I can't prove that. But I can prove that the big tech and the big media made sure that Biden was not going to lose and that because of things like this anyway well, uh, like Pelosi said when they asked her was she worried she goes no we have contingency plans yeah she like knew a, like the media and big tech right uh, censorship the hunter laptop never saw the, the light voting of day. machines yeah all those the 50, mules yeah yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, they're insidious in their writing, it says at CBS. The audience share is shrinking in mainstream media, but there's still people, uh, you know, unfortunately, who look at CBS as their news source and now thinking, oh, my God, the Democrats are making a strong comeback, <laughs> which is... Well, good. Stay at home. You know, we, yeah, they you don't, don't need your vote. You don't need to vote anymore. Um, a quick Twitter thing. Again, I go on Twitter once a day, maybe, just to see if anything's going on. Oh, and uh, what do you hear about... Have you heard about the Andy McDowell complaints and story on uh, Donald Trump and so on? The actress. Uh, yeah. Hold on. I'll get to that in a minute. First of all. she complaining about now? Well, I, I'm going to get right after this story. I'm going to uh, talk about her. Um, first of all, the... Um, all right, hold on a minute. I got it right here. She has I got a it right here. Complaining about stuff. But. Well, it's kind of weird. Now, um, there was a thing at the uh, uh, Hollywood Academy Museum Gala over the weekend, apparently, uh, and uh, Selena Gomez, who used to be Justin Bieber's uh, uh, girlfriend for a long time, they were linked for a long time. Well, Justin Bieber got married to this girl named Haley, who's now Haley Bieber. Mm -hmm. And at this uh, museum's Academy, Academy Museum's gala in Hollywood. It's one of the Baldwin. It's Haley Baldwin is one of the Baldwin uh, brothers. Oh, daughters. Uh, is that right? Um, well, apparently uh, what Twitter lit up because Selena Gomez and Haley Bieber uh, gave a big hug to each other and were kissing each other on the cheek and they got together and, and Twitter saying, oh my God, I can't believe they broke the internet. Selena Gomez and Haley Bieber together, the greatest pop culture plot twist of all time. Haley Bieber and Selena Gomez hugged each other. This is my multiverse of madness, I swear to God. Um, Kelsey says, well, can you finally all leave Selena and Haley in peace? Both were beautiful that evening and everyone should stop pushing them against each other. It's annoying. Let these women live in peace and be beautiful. 
the way Haley Bieber and Selena have done more for world peace than the majority of politicians in the world have ever done. Anyway, just Twitter went nuts because these two girls hugged at a gala in Hollywood, and it was uh, an, ama- an, an, an enormous uh, public thing, which I thought was fairly bizarre. We got breaking news. Breaking news. Remember when Obama was first running, and uh, they had that uh, Reverend Wright Oh, Jeremiah Wright, who said, GD America, about God him. bless yeah. America, GD America, and on yeah. and on, yeah. Who is the, remember the other priest, the self-loathing white priest, the Catholic priest up there, Father Flager, with his greasy, yes. real cream hair, yes. and uh, hating on whites and hating on America and blah, 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 I and running his mouth? I remember the guy, I remember a guy. <clears throat> okay. He has been removed from his ministry over new, because there's been before, yeah. new sexual abuse allegations. <sighs> Freaking perverts! They're man. all, all perverts. All the whole Obama cabal. Oh my God! Were pedophiles and perverts, in my opinion. It's well, they're deep, certainly deep, deep. freaks. Father Flager. Yeah, Flager. All right. Oh, I just yeah. He's just greasy, slimy. Yeah, just a degenerate. Pressure wash. Andy McDowell fell to her knees because of a Donald Trump-induced. Panic attack. <laughs> Check well, this out. She fell to her knees for Check a this years. out. Actress Andy. By the way, d- didn't she do the com- one of these actresses? I thought it was her. And my, I, I don't think it was uh, um, uh, Shield. Uh, what's her name? Deborah Shield by Marty. Who's the Brooke Shield? Brooke Shield. I don't think it was her. I think it was Andy McDowell. So, I think it was Andy McDowell in some commercial. It might have been for jeans, might have been for something, uh, a beauty thing. And she said, all I know is someday I'm going to see Atlanta. Do you ever remember that nope. line from a commercial? No. Nope. I swear to God it was her, and I don't she remember what this was. She was Groundhog Day. Yeah. Well, that's what made her famous, a Groundhog Day and a couple other things. Uh, uh, four Weddings and a Funeral was another one. Yep. Anyway, uh, Andy, Andy McDowell. Uh, oh, God, now I just lost my theories. Andy McDowell. Uh, was uh, revealed that she suffered a panic attack while on a Hollywood set that caused her to fall to her knees. <laughs> she, uh, she experienced a meltdown in part because of former President Donald Trump and because the production crew and cast on the set were a sea of men. <gasps> McDowell experienced most of her Hollywood success in the 90s, movies like Groundhog's Day, Four Weddings and a Funeral, admitted that she endured a temporary meltdown in 2016, shortly after Trump was elected president. God, they can't get over this. <laughs> she said, I was really disturbed that nobody seemed to care about the vaginal grabbing comment of Donald Trump. I had gotten really sad. I went to do a job, a day's work, and I had my very first panic attack, the 64-year-old actress explained. I was getting ready to shoot something, and I turn around, and it's like a room full of men, like a sea of men. It flashed on something that was personal to me, and I dropped to my knees. I left the room and went into this fake bathroom on the set and looked at myself in the mirror and said, get your shit together. It just freaked me out not seeing any other women. It's not that I have anything against men. I I don't. I just don't like being with big groups of men. Since then, I've become very conscious of looking around and finding the women on set for comfort. 
So her first response when she saw a bunch of guys yeah. was to get down on her to knees. To drop to her knees. Well, again, we mm. can't discourage uh, mm. whatever your behavior might be. Uh, she noted that since the Me Too movement, uh, uh, film producer Harvey Weinstein, Drapestein, those guys have improved on movie sets. Move, Me Too's been interesting. You do see more women. Uh, she didn't tell what movie or series it was on when she had the panic attack. Uh, but anyway, Andy McDowell totally freaked out thinking about Donald Trump. Good. Uh, because there are so many men on the set. What guy? I know you need help. Yeah, that's bullshit. Because considering the industry and how successful she is, she knew Give damn well up. what Weinstein yeah. did. I think she and probably she did nothing about that. I'm not saying she was involved or anything, but I'm sure she knew about him. Well, and, she, and, and, she, and that didn't give her any panic attacks. Yeah. Uh, Andy McDowell, the actress on the Hollywood set, probably never had any kind of flirty moments with producers or co-stars. She or was a, she was a model before yeah. that too. Right? Yeah. Well, I think uh, anyway. I they, don't. That models put up with a lot of that crap too. Uh, that's right. In fact, um, yeah, that's right. By the way, uh, Mark says that most uh, AC units require every three months, not every month. You, you well, OCD. I do it every month, and sometimes it's hard to find the 1625 by one because oh, they all have special sizes, and sometimes they don't have them, and so I have to wait to get to the next week when I'm going to the thing. Oh, no, a whole week. <laughs> the carcinogens are pain. It's a pain. I don't like it. Um, okay, God, we got so much here to do. Let's do the pervert. Get the president's scumbag. <laughs> I mean, this is uh, President Joe Diddler. Uh, is a, he's at it again. If you haven't seen the video, you have to get the video. Google the video. It was at a speech at the Irvine Valley Community College. President Crime Family came up behind a cute little girl with beautiful long hair. I'm guessing she was 10, 11, 12. Around there. Probably 10 or 11. Uh, he came up behind her, which is his want, grabs her shoulders to hold her shoulders, puts his face in her hair, and whispers to her with some advice as she looks completely uncomfortable. Uh, Flounder? Take it away. I'll let it go. Look at Dan. Now, the very important thing I told my daughter and granddaughters, no serious guys in your 30s. No serious guy see your 30. She doesn't want to turn her head to look at him because he's so close to her mouth. He, she'd have, she, if she turned to talk to him, she'd have kissed him. Ugh. I mean, look, look at the video. If she, she was, you know, trying not to turn because he was all over her. Do you see the Secret Service guy? Well, here's the other part of the story. Five million views on Twitter. Of course, not on ABC, CBS, and NBC. Uh, the girl was uncomfortable. They said she, uh, she said, well, I'll keep it in mind, and started chuckling, but was clearly, uh, you, know, you know, just freaked out. The guy who took the video says she was obviously screwed up. The Secret Service tried to stop him yeah. from videoing the encounter. Reached through and... and uh, yeah, and remember a couple... As though that's their job now, what they thought that was oh, a yeah. gun maybe or they're just trying no. to protect him protect from, him. Uh, from being a pervert and getting hey. caught on video uh, remember a couple of, he must be working for the FBI part time uh, a couple of weeks ago Biden was giving a speech and recognized a babe in the audience at a teachers union meeting remember he says oh he said you gotta say hi to me we go back a long <laughs> way of course she was 12 and I was 30 but anyway this woman really helped me out an awful lot remember that yeah <clears throat> and, and Mitt Romney probably lost the election because he said he had binders of women yeah, binder, <laughs> folders of women, <laughs> binders of women, binders of women. <laughs> oh, and by the way, I think Huey Long made a joke about that over the weekend. <clears throat> you Huey know, Long? Some, Hue, Huey, not Huey Long, Huey... Uh, Lewis? No, it's Huey Long. 
Howie, Howie Long. Oh, the, the football, football player. player. I was going to say. Okay. You know, between between games and commercials, they have Kurt Manatee out there, and yeah. they have usually Terry Bradshaw come out and do like a 30-second bit with him. Yeah, we know yeah. it's Manatee, but go ahead. Well, Howie walks out. He looks like a manatee. Yeah. Uh, Howie walks out and says, and Kurt goes, what are you doing here? He goes, well, you know, being the comedic linchpin of this group, <laughs> oh, I no. thought you could do with my, you know, my, you know, talents <laughs> in this situation. And he had a thing there. He says, I'm the guy who writes all of Terry's lines. In fact, I have a whole binder of Terry's lines. Uh, and I'm thinking, why would he say it like that? Yeah. Kinda- that was, that was, I have a binder of, of women that I'm yeah. interested in or whatever it was. Cause they were, it was for a job thing, but they, they made it as a thing. I know. It's Unbelievable. Um, okay, Pete, I got a million things. I want to talk to you about sports. Also, the early voting, the Herschel thing, the Democrat camp, uh, a whole bunch of stuff here and more topics and issues and everything else. First, Dead Crow Defense. This is what a great company this is. Now, I urge you to go onto their website, deadcrowdefense.com, and find out why this is not a gun store or an ammo store. It's your personal arms dealer. Uh, Dead Crow Defense is the place that took care of Flounder's 9mm um, ammo needs. And in fact, when you can't find ammo or can't find it at a good price, they'll find it for you at deadcrowdefense.com. All the common calibers and also the good ones that aren't there are hundreds of calibers out there available for custom orders. Again, working directly with you in this ever-changing world, old-fashioned customer service. Uh, if it's right there in front of you when you get a hold of them, it goes shipped out the next day. No goofing around. Uh, and if you're in a pinch, I'll give you their, here's their phone number, area 678-576-9117. Or shoot them an email at sales at deadcrowdefense.com. And check them out in the web. Uh, 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 deadcrowdefense.com they have it's not just guns and ammo personal safety gear security supplies and stuff like that if you use the web sales at deadcrowdefense.com and use the promo code Kimmer K-I-M-M-E-R at checkout for 10% off your first several orders at deadcrowdefense.com uh, tell them the Kimmer sent you and again our thanks for uh, advertising and supporting our Kimmer Show podcast because it helps us trying to keep this silly thing going. DeadCrowDefense.com. Okay, sports. Wow, where do we start? Uh, I guess Braves. Start with the Braves. That was yeah. over uh, earlier in the weekend. Uh, it uh, seems like it was four or five days. I, I know. A week it ago. seemed like a so long there ago. So much happened Saturday that by the time the evening ended, you're like, was that Braves game today? <laughs> I know. Well, in fact, I want to I want to make a comment about the whole weekend of uh, of uh, TV activities. Uh, first of all, quick question: uh, What about Dansby Swanson? Do you have any comment? I oh, think when's holy crap at sports? Later, later it was going to be so long I couldn't do it this yeah. morning. And exactly. <laughs> that's what she oh, said. here's what she said. Uh, best podcast, Holy Crap of Sports uh, in America. But Dansby's Dan- 50-50 whether they re-sign him because there's so many shortstops out there. He'll, well, not only that, and they have, Grissom, they have a guy coming up they're ready to uh, want to put in, right? Grissom, you know. Well, they, well, if they don't have one of our own, they wouldn't go get somebody else, would they? Uh, you wouldn't think so. And already somebody else is shortstop. They gave $20 million to Charlie. And he didn't look so good the last week of the season. Yeah. What are the odds of getting knocked out of two straight postseasons with a line not, drive? Yeah, I know. How weird is that? Um, anyway, Dansby, um, I, I think he wants to stay, obviously. Oh, yes. But again, you know, he's a free agent, and he, he had a great he the last couple of years, especially last year and also this year. I mean, I'm he telling had a, you right now, I think he's the number one 
free agent shortstop? Yeah, I think. And there's Correa's out there. But look, his numbers aren't so much greater, yeah. or, uh, even with Dan yeah. Dansby. I watched Trey Turner. Part of the reason the Dodgers lost is he made two miscues in the same game. He yeah. got one error, but he made two mistakes. And he's going to do that every now and then. Yeah. He's faster than Dansby, which is saying a lot. Yeah. And uh, he's probably the better offensive player overall just because of his speed. But he's not going to make the yeah. plays that Dansby makes. Well, the thing that will keep Dansby out of a Braves uniform is that he's been so good that somebody's going to offer him $20 million a year for and 10 years, and he'll take it. He's yeah, but I think he wants, to, he wants to stay in Atlanta. Yeah. He wants to stay, but, but that doesn't mean yeah, he will. So did Freddie. <laughs> so but, did Freddie. But yeah, yeah but I don't, I, don't think, I don't think Dansby is as money-hungry as Freddie was. Well, we don't know that. But again, depends I, what I, the Braves I, I, come I, up with. It depends how long they want him, and that's the other thing. If there are so many, if they have a shortstop ready to come up, they're not going to want to sign him for eight years. Well, Grissom could uh, do it now, and yeah. not as well. So I mean, the issue is not going to be whether they want him to stay. The issue is going to be money well, from put somebody Arcea, else. You can put Arcia over there. Yeah. He, he was a shortstop yeah. coming up. But again, that's that's why it's going to be a tough decision. What, you have a you have a guess whether I'm they're going to keep 50, him? Fifty fifty. Yeah. I don't. I don't have any. And he, all he's got to do is say, "You gave. Uh, uh, we love Charlie, but you gave him twenty million for one year." Yeah. I know. I'm That's more important to the team. And he is. Dansby's more important than yeah. one starting pitcher. Yeah. Well, unless he goes 18 and three or something. Um, <laughs> and, and, and by the way, oh, and one, a quick, another uh, baseball thing. I'm amazed. And, and it's not, it can't just be the movement of the ball of the pitches, pitches these days. We know the pitches are getting faster and more junk on them. And they have like five different pitches now. It used to be fastball, curve, maybe change up, maybe slider. But it was fastball, curve pitchers. Now they all got a bunch of things. I am amazed at how many called strikes there are with a fastball right down the middle including call three strikes i must have seen seven or eight call three strikes right down the middle one of the reasons the guardians lost gee i've been said uh, i must oh my god and i'm trying to remember back even when i was in little league or babe ruth or you know whatever and, and sometimes you just you just get frozen but in the they're pros, guessing they're guessing they're looking for something else and they can't they pull the trigger to. they That's have not to. the way to do they it they have to because this, the pitches are so, so fast yeah, now know. that they gotta guess yeah you can't can't wait for the fastball and hope it's a fail. Yeah. I watched both Ramirez and uh, Naylor every single time last night. Garrett Cole would start them out with a slider, a curveball, low and inside, and they'd swing every single yeah. time. I'm going to quit doing that. Yeah. And then he and then he wait to the third and strike and he throw it right yeah. down the middle and right. they just sit there and look at. It. I I mean I I wrote a note. How many called third strikes? Do you, I mean right down the middle? And it wasn't a slider on the outside corner. I mean right down the middle. Anyway, uh, just an observation. Again, I'm not. I I, I couldn't do it. I, I'm not. I'm not a pro baseball player. So who am I? To, I'm not well, criticizing. Uh, I'm just amazed. As bad as, as Braves fans are and disappointed, because once again, it's like the the 1900, the 1990s and 2000s. Uh, we, once we had again, a great year. There's no reason to get down on the Braves. Oh yeah, there is. Well, I, totally. I, I, this team is built to win World Series now. It's well, not built to win the divisions. It's not built to go to the damn playoffs. If you don't win the World Series these days for the Braves, it's a disappointing year. The future is bright but anything can happen yeah but at least I, at least they went for it i mean they, they signed they paid a lot of money for guys and we're trying yeah. to do it and, and, I, and they're for set that, for I the next them. few years and that's yeah. great yeah but you can't but, it's a disappointing year well, if they don't yeah. go or win the world Absolutely. series well we i think we expected to at least be in the world series if not to win it we should have been in there yeah we should, should have at least been in the, in the pennant race because look mean, what's going on now the dodgers are gone yeah. the mets were long all gone. the big times the yeah. freaking yankees might be gone tonight yeah 
The Yankees and, and Cleveland, be, for God's sake. The only big team left is the Astros, yeah. who probably will win it all. Yeah. Uh, and I, don't, I don't know why I don't like them. I, I don't because know why I just... Because they cheated and I nobody just, likes them. No one I, likes that them. might be it from the time And I'll back. tell you another thing. This is an unpopular opinion. I don't like Dusty Baker. I, everyone's going, oh, well, he used to play for the Braves. He was on he was on deck when Hank hit the home run. I don't give a shit. He was yeah, a Dodger. Like do he it. was a Dodger for most of his career. He, to me, he's always a Dodger. I don't like him. Yeah. Oh, I, I, you know, I respect him as a manager. Yeah, I, don't, I don't have any negative comment, but, but he's not, I, I don't feel great about him because he used to play for the Braves no, for three years. You know, yeah, what's that got to do with anything? Um, let's see, called strikes beam. Okay, now some other, other sports things. Holy crap. Uh, oh, oh, all right, before, before I even get to the holy crap thing, there were so many things going on between the, the Alabama-Tennessee game, the Georgia game, uh, the, the, uh, the uh, baseball playoffs, and all this stuff all happening almost at the same time. Uh, and, and the Seattle game that went to, what, 18 innings or whatever? Was... And I'm trying, and I'm, I'm going back and forth when I was home to try to get all of the things. And because I'm going back and forth, I missed everything. I missed, I missed the final thing that Tennessee won the game. I missed that. I missed the final thing of the, of the Seattle game. I missed that. I'm going, son of a bitch. Every time I come, it's over. What do you mean? It's over. It's amazing. I'm, there were like four games. I'm, I'm trying to keep, and I'm, I missed everything. Every single they, one. They were all at the same time. They were all right. going on, and I missed every every football game. I missed everything. I missed the ending of everyone. Two TVs. Yeah, I was about I to know. say you got to get. Do you see Brett Barney sent me a tweet Saturday night? He had four TVs up. <laughs> well, you had to. I mean, I, I, I'm so angry. <laughs> I was so mad. I missed every one. I went back to the Seattle game. It's over. <laughs> I sat here for 18 innings. I yeah. Okay. I, I, I kept going back for five hours. The game was on for five hours. I'm telling you, it was boring baseball. <laughs> yeah, it was. And I lo- used it to love games like pitchers that. Duel. It was not, yeah. Name me another sport that does something all season long and everybody gets used to it and everybody's fine with it because it's fair. Yeah. The ghost runner in extra innings. Yeah. Everybody, it's fair. Everybody knows it. <coughs> and then for the playoffs, it's, nah, we're not going to do that rule anymore. I don't. How stupid I, is that? I, I don't they, understand. Okay, in the history of baseball postseason, there had never been a game that went 14 innings scoreless. They had two right. in a week, yeah. two in a week, and frankly, and this one went. The what, first four one was more. fine in Cleveland and let a walk off homer. Okay, the second one, we're sitting there going, "God, this is boring." Yeah, get put a ghost runner out there. This is ridiculous. Well, I don't know why they keep. I mean, I don't know what they're if they're trying to make a specific outcome, then then be consistent. Get the outcome yeah, you're looking. I, I, well, how come the outcome in the playoffs is not the same as the outcome you want in the season? It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Everybody's used to the ghost runner now. Everybody says, "Fine, why take it away?" Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, anyway, so I, I missed every 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 freaking. Well, my thing was, I, I would sometimes walk out. My, listen, the last two months, every time I walk out in the bathroom uh, or go out on the balcony, I'm literally out there come 30 seconds. I come back and I will have missed the score, the touchdown, the yeah. home run every time. That's going to be on top 10 tomorrow. You know? I mean, son of a. Uh, and then, well, I thought this was pretty funny. I'm watching the. I didn't I didn't see the ending of the Tennessee Alabama game. So. Clearly, I mean, I knew they were. It was a, it was pretty great. I was looking at the ball game. You know, I kept going. From a back crowd back reaction, forth. that was the most insane. Yeah, that was in, I crazy. Just, to I see kept them. going amazing. back. And I wanted to see Alabama lose, and I kept and I missed it. I missed the thing. But anyway, uh, when I finally did go back and, and 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 see what was going on, my the first thing I see is the student body not only on the goalpost trying to get it onto the ground. I see them walking it up the steps of the stadium to take it out and throw it in the river. In the river. <laughs> 
<laughs> Did you see the president of the president of the school was up top smoking a cigar well, and watching it all happen? He goes, we'll have to do this yeah. every year. Yeah, he said, uh, now they're asking alumni and fans to okay. buy the new goalposts. Okay. <laughs> that, that game alone brought in millions. Oh, believe me, there's more. What oh. the hell? Oh, by the way, they had, they had 65% of their goal last yeah. night. They probably got 100% oh, now. I'm sure of it. Uh, they're asking people to send in, was it six, 19, what is it, $16. Those who choose to donate can give $16, the amount that corresponds to the number of years it took Tennessee to beat Alabama again. <laughs> oh, you can send in $52.49, which represents the final score. $25, $100, dollars $250, $500, or $1,019.15. Which corresponds to the capacity of sold-out Nayland Stadium. Wait a minute. One comma zero one nine comma one five. Wait, wait. This 109,000 people. <laughs> this is an awful lot of arithmetic and ciphering <laughs> for Tennessee for Tennessee fans. <laughs> uh, just, just give them a blanket. Send a hundred bucks. Yeah, and it was Chase McGrath nailed a forty-yard field goal to give Tennessee. He almost the win. missed the damn thing. And I it was close. It all. <laughs> you know what reminded me? It reminded me of when I was a kid. When Archie and Ole Miss went up against the Bear in uh, Alabama, I think Scott something, Scott Hunter was the quarterback, and they went back and forth. It was the first nationally televised Saturday night game on ABC, college football. Really? And huh. it made college football just, it was 68 or 69. And they went back, 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 and Ole Miss lost because they missed an extra point. Oh, boy. And at the beginning of the game, Tennessee missed that extra point, and I think, oh, you can't yeah, miss an extra point. To but today, with the two-point conversion, yeah. it doesn't matter. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. Well, it was anyway. What a what a weekend of sports. Um, anything other thing I want to bring up? The Falcons. Oh, the, 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 the Falcons. Falcons. That was the other thing. I was trying to watch the what Falcons. What you, CBS? No, no, no. And I, ESPN, no, no. totally ignoring them. Again, that was another thing I was watching too. At the whole, all the football games, and I wanted to see all the stuff. And again, the Falcons. I'll tell you what. Even when they lost, they looked pretty good. I mean, he's he's a coach. He's got them playing as a team. Yeah. They don't I see quit. them flying around. I see guys, you know, uh, I love it when the offensive linemen are pushing the running back who gets stopped the line. <laughs> it's screws. rugby. Like, Look out. Rugby. And you see like five of these 350-pound guys are just bam. I don't know why they don't do you that. You think they'd hurt him more from the back than the guys tackling him from the front. Every drive they should do that at least yeah, once. Yeah, just everybody pile on see and push their eight yards. <laughs> they're going to have to stop that. That's not fair. That, no, they're uh, not going to stop it. It's fun. People love it. Well, again, but, you know, I, I, every time I see a, an offensive lineman pushing a guy, a, 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 a tackle, a defensive tackle out of the way, I think, oh my God! You know, if they went, if, if you can, you, when you can use your hands to push a guy on the offensive yeah. line, I, I tell you what, to show how good these defenses are and how fast these players yeah. are, get up and walk ten yards. Get up and walk ten yards. All right. What do you think ten yards are? Well, it's ten steps, but I don't know if I have ten steps paces in here. Uh, I can probably do start, it. Start in the corner here. He's starting in the corner. Yeah, Kimmer's starting in the corner. Okay. And go in that corner, yeah. You want me to start? Yeah, there yeah, go. go. One, One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. eight nine, ten. Okay, you're, you're standing a little bit out on the patio. Yeah, it's basically I'm, through the wall. I'm, I'm, I'm okay, that's not very far. That's not very far, so get back over here. Okay. Yeah, that's not the wrong way. So get back to the microphone, Mr. Broadcaster. You, you idiot. Professional. Mr. Broadcast professional. I was probably... Uh, sit, no, well, sit down. Probably, no, you're, I'm through making you do stupid 30 or 40 stuff. feet away. Okay, that's not very far. No, it's... Yeah. And when you're down on the football field and sidelines, you go... This ten, how can they not get ten yards? Yeah. They got three now, four. Four times, four shots. Yeah, four shots. How can you not get yeah. that? That just shows how fast 
and how good these defenses are to stop yeah. these grown men from just getting 10 lousy yards. It's not that much. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a, it's a whole different – I mean, it's such a different game now than – But it's fun to watch the Falcons again, win or lose. Yeah. It's fun to – and everyone's talking – they talked about today how uh, Greenberg said if uh, if they hadn't got screwed against Tampa, uh, we'd be leading the division. Right now we're tied for the tied top. tied first place in the division We lost the tiebreaker but with them because we got screwed, but we yeah. would have been on top if we hadn't been screwed probably. Yeah. And yeah. everyone's talking and saying good things about the Falcons. Yeah. Mariota play, and they've got the key – throw less than 15 times a game and, yeah. and run the ball. You've got three good running backs, and Cordell didn't even yeah. play. Play to your strengths. I mean, do what you have. You know, again, you know, play your hand. Whatever you're dealt, you, that's what you got. You got to play the cards. There's a lot of touchdowns and no field goals. Kyle Pitts, <coughs> Drake London. Imagine if they had Calvin Ridley. Yeah. And when does he come back? Next I year? It's, all year? it's a whole year, isn't it? Is it a whole year that he gets... That, at this point, with the gambling thing that's got... that, that yeah, they, They've totally accepted it. A little, come on, uh, man. Ridiculous. Uh, especially, you know, we got a team in Vegas, for God's sakes. I mean, I, well, since, you know. The Cincinnati Reds have put a betting parlor into their stadium now. Really? And have integrated it into their, their ballpark. baseball? Yeah. Well, baseball's wow. easy. Is the next pitch a curve? Is it going to foul it off? Yeah. Is it going to be a strike? Is it going to be a ball? Will the catcher miss it? Oh, Will the, it be a oh, the, There's a the million things to, be, yeah. to bet. Every single Prop pitch. Or whatever, yeah. Who's going to – is it going to fly ball, a grounder, a double play? Yeah. There's a billion bets. Yeah. If the umpire throws the ball back, is it going to land on the dirt or the grass? I mean, remember, we used to do that There's more betting in baseball than there could be yeah. with football oh, if I people guarantee. got into that, oh, the little I'll, stuff. I guarantee it. Well, I'm getting a telemarketer call. Oh, tell them to fuck off. <laughs> well, it'll be an automated. That's what I started or I doing now. I got, you enter my house on an, an yeah. on a Sunday afternoon, fuck off. Yeah, if, but it, they're automated. or, or the, uh, I Yeah, some poor, some poor bastard <laughs> named Patel in Mumbai is going, oh, what, are you, what are you yelling at me? <laughs> Hello, my name is uh, Mary Jane. Just, uh, yeah, I, I'm Bob. <laughs> Hello, because of. Just, just How, are you, <laughs> How are you, however? <laughs> <laughs> I feel sorry for them. They, they got a job, you know. <laughs> they don't know. It's a job. They're in an air-conditioned hut somewhere. <laughs> and we're sitting there cussing them out. <laughs> How are you, however? <laughs> Next time somebody calls me. How are well, you, however? Well, I'm, I do that because I'm, it reminds me of on, on my honeymoon, my final wife. We, or no, it wasn't in my honeymoon. Was, in fact, I think it's where I asked her to marry me, and she said no, and then I, like an idiot, asked her again a couple days later. But anyway, uh, stupid. I mean, God, you stupid. idiot. Um, uh, on the cliffs of Acapulco, uh, uh, Cayuga Focus. 222 was the name of the restaurant Focus. in this site. Anyway, full moon, beautiful thing. And, and we watched cliff divers. And there were cliff divers jumping off the cliffs of Acapulco. Ah. Uh, and this is actually wasn't at nighttime. This was earlier in the day. Right. Uh, and then... Uh, and then, you know, you watch the cliff divers, and then you have your dinner, and they bring out all the fans. dinner with their expensive dinner and all. So as they're bringing out the dinner, we're having our dinner sitting there on the balcony overlooking the where they jumped in the water. All of a sudden, these three or four uh, little brown fellows in wet bathing suits start walking toward us, and they say, hello to you because of. We are the divers now and then because of. Uh, we are here to help you have the many times of happiness for your pleasure, uh, uh, however. <laughs> you know, shit, shit like that. They were looking for tips. They were going to all the 
tables hoping people would give them. I already paid you $400 to watch you jump off a rock. You know, anyway. Oh, but wait. that was <laughs> broken English. I'm glad you brought that up. If I can interject here yes, on something do. we're going to talk about uh, later, but we'll talk about it now since you just brought it up. Yes. Uh, good friend, uh, Jim Sly. Jim Sly in the family. Uh, Jim in the family. Uh, Sly in the family. Jim, as I used to call him, my nickname for him. Uh, works for an airline here in town, and so he gets to fly over, and he yeah. stays over, and he tours the cities where he goes to. All right. He sends back on Facebook all these great photos yeah. of all these weird places he goes to when he, when he flies around. So the other day, he is uh, going in someplace to eat, <clears throat> and he goes, call me cheap. I don't care. These are obnoxious. Tip means to ensure promptness, T-I-P. Right. Not. It's a reward for yeah, good service. Good if service. you're treated well, you should give them a little something extra if you want to. Yeah. It's not, thanks for coming to work, here's a trophy. Now, right. hand, now <laughs> hand me my donut. Right. <laughs> Tell your boss to pay you more, not me. They've got the, have, you've been to the places where they do it on a computer and they turn it around. And there's a tip thing. There's several different choices of which tip you can hit. And, and they do it at uh, the Euro Place, a perimeter mall. They do it at several restaurants now. Uh, Blue Moon does it, where they flick it around and let you decide, do you use Do you tip them? No. Uh, I, I, All I've they did was hand you something. Took your money. It's like a counter thing. Tip, well, it's tip. like a, having a tip jar on the counter. For yeah, Cadova does it. Now, no, Canova, you can watch them make it, and they're doing what you ask and stuff like that. They're, not, yeah. they're actually servicing you. Yeah. But there are others where they just go back and back, and they get the pizza, and they bring it out. You know, honestly, I, let me, I, I'm trying to think of the last time I went into a place, and they gave me something, and there was a tip jar. I think it, no, it's it, not a tip it, jar. It's a computer yeah. that they turn around, and I, you I have to choose. Say, I've never seen that. I, really? I, that, would, that would offend me, I think. Really? Well, get used to it. Well, I mean, if you're paying by credit card or something, is that yeah? Okay, now see, I've never, I've, I've never experienced that. If I'm in a place where they're just handing me something, if I order something and they hand it to me, if there's a tip jar, I might leave a buck. Or I, I used, to, oh, I remember yeah. in the past leaving a buck just on general principle for the staff or whatever. Oh, Not anymore. But, now, now that's like, all right, well, the machine's going to prompt you with a couple questions. Let us know. And the first yeah, thing see, is, is tip, and I'm like. No, yeah, I'm not no, trying to be I, cheap, but you're yeah, already getting an hourly wage. Why do I need to tip you? Yeah. It depends on, like, Cadoba, where they make it in front of you and everything. Yeah, okay, they did a good job. I and mean, they were friendly. I'll give them a little bit on that. But there's been a few that I've walked out on that rude. And it's like, no, you're not getting that. Well, I mean, what, what do they ask? What do they mean by tip? I mean, if, if, somebody, if, if I go up and order something and they go back here <laughs> and then they bring it to me, I'm not giving the guy 20% of the value of the bill. I mean, that's one of the choices. It says gratuity on a lot of but, them. And is you it know like 20%? I told you this. You to you? Just, you know what tip stands for? No, what does it stand for? To ensure promptness. <laughs> just, did you already read that? Yeah, we just yeah. said oh, that. <laughs> Twice. Show started at one. <laughs> hey, the man's got shit to do. He's got a lot to do over there. He's taking notes. Oh, I didn't doing say this. Stuff. Friday, I looked over there. Like, I called him doing the Waldo well, thing. Well, yeah, I know. I called him over there. There's a woman feeling herself up over well, there. You, can't. <laughs> you might and have. You, you quickly went, uh, it was Twitter, and you quickly moved up sometime, away from Sometimes, Sometimes a strange woman looks like she needs help arranging her yeah. Uh, if you uh, once in a while, uh, ma'am, these are a little off center. I'm sorry. We need to get those off babies kilter. back. Just you know, we'll fall. You could fall. You could trip. The dizziness. I mean, the whole balance. You know, it's just. Anyway, <laughs> and I'm not even a boob man. Uh, I could care. I have no. That's uh, not. Never was a thing for me. I am ladies. You you are lately. No, I am ladies. You're I am lately and mid mid age and uh, youthful. <laughs> Always been a breast man. Well, I, I'm happy. Well, that's good. Face and breast. I'm a leg guy. 
We have been. Start down and look up. And if you and got you never bangs? Get, never oh get above the uh, thing. Um, okay, I don't even know what that means. Uh, how are we doing? Oh, God, we're, oh, we're just going crazy here. Um, early voting begins today. Really? Yep. I don't trust it. Well, in person. Well, when they said, yeah, I'm basically the only, boom, well, we're the only white people here when I go into <laughs> mine. And they're all looking at me like, well, who you voting for, white boy? And it's like, I don't know if they're not erasing it as soon as I leave. Well, then that's always could be the case. I know. What's the difference? Well, then you, don't believe, then you don't believe in voting. You don't believe there's any such thing as safe I, I voting. I don't believe much in it now, no. Well, okay, well anyway. I'm going to vote. I'm going to vote, <laughs> yeah. but I don't trust any yeah, of them. Well, that's true, too. But again, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to do it, although today probably will be, by the time I get there, would be mobbed. It's, there's a library in Alfred I could go to. But, uh, but I'll bet you I, I'm going to try definitely this week. I will definitely early vote. I'm going to drive by and see what the line's doing. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to check it out this afternoon. I'm not going to the stable this afternoon, but I am going to try. I've got things I have to do, but I'm going to try to get early voting in well um and um da, 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 da. uh let's see they're expecting a record level of an off-year election could reach four million plus uh, the in-person voting lasts for three weeks till November 8th. Voting locations required to be open every weekday and two Saturdays. Some are even open more. That's the requirement. Uh, you can go to, uh, well, just Google, you know, early, uh, Alpharetta Voting Place or early voting or just early voting in your area. Of course, if you're listening now in Finland, like our, like our Kimmer babes and Sweden and so forth, and Australia, because um, in Florida, uh, Governor DeSantis is making the liberal media uh, nation haters wet their <laughs> pants. Have you heard about this? No. Because of the hurricane, DeSantis is allowing more mail-in ballots and easier access to early voting for the counties that were hit the hardest. The Washington Post, The Guardian, for example, all these liberal medias are screaming that it's a political stunt because the counties he singled out are heavily Republican. <laughs> Gee, you mean the Democrats have never tried to use politics to win power? Or try to get people to vote for their guy instead. No, you know, like never been any Russian collusion or hiding somebody's uh, conspiracy laptops. No FBI Nazi leadership to overthrow an elected president. No perverted crime boss as president thanks to collusion between the media and big tech and Democrats. On and on. I mean, yeah, Democrats have never done anything like this. Plus, if you were hit and you happen to be Republican, so what? It's got nothing. If you were, if you're a victim of the hurricane, you deserve a. You can pay your taxes till next year now. If you were, uh, if you had filed for, a, 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 today's the deadline for those who filed income tax, uh, what do you call it, de deferrals or uh, late, late pay, late filing thing. You can get three months extension filing your extension. extension. Today's the deadline for filing the extension to your income taxes for 2021 last year. However, if you were in a hurricane and you wanted an extension, you get till like next April or something. You get more, many more months. I think. Anyway, I, I can. Uh, remember the word because I've never actually used an extension for anything. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, Putty Tat's coming to Atlanta to campaign for uh, Raphael Wifenacher, the deadbeat dad. Yeah. Uh, panic. Panic time. Yeah. Oh, well, you better believe it because he's the only one never anybody's going to pay any attention to. Herschel did well. Herschel did great. In fact, let's talk about it. Again, before, I'm embarrassed talk to about say. It, uh, what's that? Kevin has a question. Yes. What does tip stand for? <laughs> hey, you, don't need to, you don't need Look. to raise your hand for a question. <laughs> <laughs> Look it up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, my God. Sure. What now? Um, uh, Herschel, the, the debate, I didn't, again, I, I was so involved with everything else, I missed it. But um, I've seen a lot of highlights and a lot of so far. He did great. He was confident. He was sure of himself. He uh, and he he made some brilliant comments, brilliant comments, which even the Democrats have had to say uh, he did. I mean, they they had to admire him. Uh, even the uh, Al Jazeera Constitution said they were happy with this debate showing. Uh, they called it a make or break deal, and I think it made him. I think there are a lot of people are saying, "Geez, he didn't sign, he didn't look like the guy they've been talking about for two months." He, he screwed up in one sense, though. Right. When Warnock said something to him, he should have done this. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> you want to say that again? <laughs> well, the only You're thing talking to me? <laughs> <laughs> the only thing he's getting criticized for is the badge. He pulled out the badge, but again, what a great moment. You're not supposed I, to use props. You can't, you're not supposed it, to use props. And the thing the is, game. is technically it's a legit badge. It's yeah. a voluntary, voluntary yeah, but still, badge. He said, this is not a prop. Yeah. It's a badge. <laughs> Twitter, Twitter's like the fact that Warnock did the old joke which they've been doing for a year now yeah. basically said that uh, the the room with the doctor and the the woman looking for an abortion maybe an right. advice it's too small a room to have the federal government in there with her and herschel's uh, with them and herschel said well you know you've said that over and over again and democrats say that over and over again but you never mentioned the fact that there's the woman and the doctor and, and a baby a baby what a great line you know again i think he, i'll bet you that his new speech uh therapy uh, 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 advisor communications advisor uh he had he made a couple of really solid points and I guarantee you they made sure that he was aware of what to say at that time because he knew what was going to happen when he said uh, you forgot the baby oh, holy cow I mean that was a, that was a monster well, moment they, they knew the Democrats were going to go lean on that yeah. all they have is abortion and Trump that's all yeah. they have yeah they're not running on the economy yeah do you see we're even seeing it was it CNN or MS who, who jumped them the other day uh, over the weekend saying why hasn't the inflation reduction act Reduced inflation. Right. <laughs> and the woman says, well, you know, you can get uh, breaks on your solar panels now. Yeah, and tax like, breaks. What does that got to do with inflation? Yeah. So in other words, you have to spend money to buy things to save money with a tax break, which helps inflation. You know, so you have to spend a, more money that you don't have. Yeah. <laughs> it's like your wife buying a $50,000 car that was going to be 80000 and she saved you thirty grand. You know, I mean, uh, honey, you didn't save me thirty thousand. You cost me fifty grand. That, that, I'm, I'm not kidding. When I was a kid, that was a. I still love you. That was a Blondie and Dagwood Bumstead joke. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm she sure. She came of home it. and sat with a bunch of sacks. Oh, so excited! Said, I saved you some I money saved today. You hundreds. And Dagwood's going, oh, <laughs> great. <laughs> I'm so excited now. Uh, anyway, that was uh, rather bizarre. You don't meet anyone named Dagwood anymore. You know what I'm saying? Dagwood. I've Herbert, never met. Anybody. Dagwood's, a lot did of you ever eat at Dagwood's Pizza on Spalding and Holcomb Bridge? Delicious pizza. And, no, I don't well, think I did. By pizza, of course, that makes more sense. Dagwood's Pizza, great place to go. Um, he made uh, sandwiches, remember? Uh, his sandwiches. Oh, yeah, oh, God, that was called the Dagwood. And yeah. that's where that was called, what, what, the Dagwood sandwich was his deal. Um, uh, something out of the past. I heard Glenn Beck talk about this last week. He, he said he wanted somebody to offer... There was an auction of a pair of Levi's jeans, and Glenn Beck said, I want somebody to call him and offer him $100,000 right now. 
before you even have the auction, I'll give you $100,000 right now. And apparently the guy didn't do it or he didn't get through or whatever because some worn Levi's jeans from the 1880s mm. that were found in a mine were sold at auction for $87,000. Hmm. Now, what good are those jeans? Well, you don't know the story yet. They were purchased by two men, Kyle Hautner and Zip Stevenson, Zip, uh, for more than for, uh, 50%. Da, 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 da. Uh, they own a vintage denim store in Los Angeles. They put their winning bid at a Durango Vintage Festivus. Festivus for the rest of us. The pants, which feature, again, their used, worn 1880s Levi jeans, frayed hems, fade marks, paint stains, and several holes can still be worn despite their poor shape. A couple of similar pairs of jeans of Levi's exist but are in museums and too delicate to wear. Stevenson said offers from a private buyer would be considered like Glenn Beck, but that he would prefer the jeans to be purchased and displayed in a museum such as the Smithsonian or the Metropolitan Museum of Art. The jeans are currently staying in a safety deposit box in Los Angeles. People can view the jeans by booking an appointment at Stevenson's store. Here's why. The jeans have a 38-inch waist, 32-inch length, an (laughs) artifact, an (laughs) artifact. Let me finish the story. They're an artifact of the nation's troubled history. The pants feature the words, quote, the only kind made by white labor. And that's printed on the inside of the pocket, a reference to the time period's increased anti-Chinese rhetoric. An economic crisis in the United States in the 1870s led to high unemployment and fueled anti-Chinese sentiment and rampant discrimination, according to a Levi Strauss spokesman. In 1882, when Congress passed the Chinese Exclusion Act, there was significant social pressure not to hire Chinese workers, and Levi Strauss adopted an anti-Chinese labor policy. They're admitting, they're saying this because it was they true. Are now. Uh, they, it was true back then. Uh, it prohib- the act prohibited Chinese laborers from coming into America for 10 years. Yeah, I remember that. Levi's had marketed its clothing as made by white labor because it's believed this would increase sales by aligning with views held by Americans at that time. In California. In California, in writing, made by white people. What's this? Oh, I need to blow my nose? What? Kleenex? Something happened. Something bad. I spilled something? You're pointing at something. I don't see. Did I do something bad? Well, am I bleeding? Yes. Where? Am I bleeding? If you stop for a second and quit flailing around, you'd see it. Oh, I'll be damned. <laughs> well, <laughs> here's my last minute. Quit doing that. Quit doing that. Well, uh, it's just blood. Here's my last minute. I'm looking over you bleeding. <laughs> and all I can picture is you getting it on the wall and the speaker's there. So I throw, I throw, and then I look over at uh, Flounder, and Flounder is literally doing this. Literally, he's going... <laughs> And I, I catch him doing it, and he's like, oh, that's not being good. I'm just talking, my, I'm just pantomiming to myself. Oh, I'm having a conversation in my head about this damn chair. <laughs> he's literally... 
<laughs> well, okay. I have I have this. I have this bleed was bleeding too. This a bandaid is on a mark. Because well, I have I, I take blood thinners yeah. and it takes no. If I scratch myself, I'm going to bleed. So. Cindy want to know who stabbed you. No, and again, it's done. It's just a little teeny I'm little. Uh, but again, it happens all the time. Yeah. Uh, well, sorry about that. <laughs> that was my last minute. You two nut. I know. I'm sorry. Uh, coming up, the fired Christian, the bo- uh, boycott of the uh, of the tranny makeup and beauty company uh, pouring out the milk in the stores. Have you seen this protest? I, believe me, I can't believe people are just standing around well, watching well, it. Well, you'll be arrested. Somebody's got to clean it up. That's what, if, if the grocery store allows it, I'm not shopping there anymore. That manager should have hit them in what? the face. They'd arrest the manager. Well, well anyway, well, good. Well, Call the cops. I want a jury trial. Uh, anyway, also, uh, the suitcase girl, and well, you'll hear from Bill Burr. I just think those guys are milking this for all it's worth. Oh, hey, you can't. <laughs> it's utterly ridiculous. Oh, you can't squeeze any more out of me on that one, sir. Um, also, they the caught. They, a asshole. They may have caught the guy who uh, robbed uh, Julio Jones's place while he was out, uh, oh, not at his little uh, bo- uh, uh, place there. Also, I got a Dear Abby, which I may get to, which is a little weird. And uh, the kinds of parents, which I think, which is a very uh, interesting article from one of my uh, Kemmer periodicals and a, a musical birthday list coming up here. But first, our good friends and uh, uh, sponsor of the Kemmer Show podcast, our buddies at M&S Title Pawn are here to uh, tell you about their offering for you, a lovely segment of the show brought to you by our folks in Bremen, Georgia, M&S, the two letters M&S, M&S Title Pawn on uh, Laurel Street, 306 Laurel Street, Sweet Day, open in person Monday through Saturday. And if you want to get them on the phone, uh, here's the number, 678 one three 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 seven, and again, this MS Title Pawn uh, is, is showing you 24 years of experience in personal finance, locally owned company, simple, straightforward terms, no hidden fees, no gimmicks. They offer a tiered rate for pawns. Uh, their exceptional customer service will help you uh, looking for your next vehicle, uh, taking care of your pawn situation. Again, here's the number 678 821 3337. If you want to get them on the web, spell out M and S title and it comes out manstitle.com M-A-N-D-S title.com Tell them the Kimmer sent you and thank you uh, our, our fine folks and supporters and sponsors M and S title pawn in Bremen, Georgia. Uh, let's see, let's see. Uh, oh, have you heard about the, uh, well you probably haven't because I'm about to tell you now. Uh, there's a lady who is a strong Christian. Uh, she's a child care teacher. And she was in, uh, told in, as in California, a child care teacher, and she was terminated and has been bullied and mistreated because of her religious objection to reading books to little children under the age of six concerning same-sex couples. And she, her name is Nellie Periskova, Perinsakova, uh, I believe it is. Uh, she worked four years at the Bright Horizons Children's Center, Studio City, California. That's a, a major uh, company that has uh, hundreds of locations, 26,000 employees. Um, she, uh, the director of the location learned of her religious objections to the material and uh, refused to request for religious accommodation and ultimately created a hostile work environment and then terminated her. Uh, the woman's a devout, the teacher's a devout Christian. Reading such books would violate her religious beliefs and constitute promotion of intimate relationships 
relationships that are contrary to the teachings of her faith. She uh, required uh, requested a religious accommodation that was denied. Instead, they issued a memo with false statements terminating her life insurance, uh, requiring her to complete training in diversity and encouraged her to quit. And she could not return to work without an accommodation. So they fired her. Uh, the centers celebrate uh, LGBT History Month. They were in Pride Parade. This is the Ch Bright Horizons Child Care Center. They go to History Month parades. They're part of the parades. They uh, read LGBT-themed books. They endorse the Equity Act for gender, sexual orientation, and gender identity. Um, and, of course, her lawyers are saying this is outright based deliberate discrimination and so they're suing but again <laughs> you know i mean what more do you uh, do you need now another rather bizarre uh, situation here concerning a company uh, called ulta a-u-l-t-a ulta beauty they are now uh, facing a boycott from angry female customers after this company invited a transgender influencer named Dylan Mulvaney, who dresses like a girl and wears makeup and long uh, hair wigs, stuff like that. Uh, this guy dressing like a girl was on a podcast called The Joy of Girlhood, where he vowed to become a mom. Uh, well, Ulta Beauty has 1,200 salons across the country. <laughs> Furious women are upset about this guy because they showcase the diversity of women that use the brand, but the, quick, uh, the clip was quickly seized on by customers for the controversial part of it that the guy was a guy. <laughs> With a beard. <laughs> uh, they slammed this guy Mulvaney for describing her genitals as a Barbie pouch. So he still has his balls, but he says it's a Barbie pouch. Oh, my God, that's my daughter, Sarah, <laughs> calling. Quit saying the word Barbie pouch is what she's um, saying. Feminist accuser of woman face uh, claims she's play acting the parts of a woman she enjoys, but none of the misogyny faced by actual females every day. Uh, this 25-year-old TikTok man dressed like a girl is being interviewed by a gender-fluid hairdresser about all things girl uh, girlhood. So the tranny says, oh, I want to be a mom one day, and I absolutely can. The narrative still has a long way to go. Well, customers took to the social media places to slam the podcast, saying the influence trolling women... Uh, she is known for her, uh, he is known for his, her days of childhood where he talks about discussing things that he believes are accessible to her as a tranny woman, including finding love, being a performer, having a family, and being a mother. Now he says, I know as a girl, I know I can find love. I know I can still be a performer. I know I can have a family. I want to be a mom one day, and I absolutely can. And that's why the narrative still has a long way to go, because when I was grieving, boy, Dylan, I didn't know those things were even accessible to me. Now he's girl Dylan, you see. Uh, there's so much shame, so much stigma. I had this idea of trans people, and it was weird because I knew I was trans, yet had the transphobia of myself. Oh, well, I'm so glad that he's able to come to terms with his own bigotry. <sighs> I mean, uh, and again, now there's a potential uh, boycott Clown world. of these people. Now, speaking of boycotts, 
Uh, <laughs> did you see, have you seen this lady? It's on the news, and uh, some people are talking about it. I feel bad I didn't answer Sarah's call. She left me a voicemail, and I'm very bad that I, did, I didn't get to her. Um, grocery stores, uh, not only in, in, uh, in Britain, but around the world, apparently, uh, starting in Britain, are uh, having examples of protest teenagers who go into the store, pick up cartons of cow-produced milk, not goat milk, I guess, and pour it out on the floor. Yeah. Right there, the whole thing right on the grocery Spoiled store's children. floor. Spoiled children. Uh, over the sales counters, everywhere they feel like it, because the dairy industry is incredibly environmentally destructive, they say. Uh, countries around the world have imposed regulations on the agricultural industry, such as limits on nitrogen emissions of cow farts, uh, the use of dairy alternatives such as almond or soy, coconut and oat milk uh, have also been criticized. And of course, uh, President Pervert Child Sniffer is indicating he wants to push changes on U.S. farming just like it's done overseas. And you've seen what's happened to them. Give it your best shot, asshole. Oh, my God. We're not putting They're, up with it here. The, We're the armed. Dangerous. Farmers here are armed. They're not going to take. I no. hope they try. Well, they are trying. And we're going to nationalize the damn farms from the people and take it back from the Chinese and take it back from Mark, whoever the hell. Uh, no, no, the Microsoft, Bill yeah, Gates, who's buying Gates. up all the farmland. Yeah. You don't think we can't take that back? Yeah. I, I, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm guaranteeing you this is not. I mean, they're trying. They've been trying the whole. This is part of the Green New Deal, part of the ESG. This is part of the Democrat Party. Why don't you do that? Why don't you go uh, check your voicemail, make sure it's not anything important while I do a little. Where the hell is my blood spot? I can't find it. Well, I do a little thing oh, here. Oh, there it is. So, oh yeah, please do. So go, go, go up, step outside, take your little right. call there, and well, then I'll I... do a FarmhousePrintingCo.com <laughs> commercial. That's right, FarmhousePrintingCo.com. It's a great company right here in Sonoya, Georgia. You can stop by. You can go on Twitter. You can go all the, all the places to check them out. FarmhousePrintingCo.com. Just check out with Eric and the gang. They print custom shirts and hats and signs and promotional items. No minimum order. No setup fees. And now with laser engraving. If you bring a cow down. There they will. Well, I doubt though. But if you bring a dead one, they'll probably do it. Leather goods, caps, signs. Uh, what else? What have you gotten from them, Flounder from FarmhousePrintingCo.com? Gotten some T-shirts. Uh, got a hoodie uh, request so out sweet. there. Yeah, so yeah, uh, Eric's always helping me out. That's good. So always FarmhousePrintingCo.com. In fact, I've got a call. I forgot to leave Eric a message. Um, I need business cards. With our post office box uh, address right. on it. So I've got. I'll. I'll, I'll, I'll Who give are you going to give these business cards out to? Who still does business cards? No, I, I'm sorry. I don't mean business cards. Are you cards. Japanese? No, no. I mean address, uh, return address labels. Are you a psychopath? For when people, well, <laughs> if we have a mailbox, I, I'm going to send them a thank you note. And bet, instead of putting my personal home address, thank I'll put notes. our new post office box. With thank you notes. He can print those up for you. Well, there's an idea, too. Yeah. I did. I I, I, did, I hadn't thought about that. Whether maybe like our logo on it or a Marine Corps golden anchor or something. Uh, can you put the Marine Corps thing on it? Oh, kind of. I feel like it. <laughs> <laughs> Let them come. Get anyway, me. Uh, Sarah's message was was so sweet. Uh, she they're on fall break. They have a, a, a apparently a couple oh, days really? off. A fall break for some reason, and uh, so she was riding the car with uh, Brady and Molly, and they were saying hi, Gramps, hi, Grant, love you. And I just saying hi oh. and stuff, which I thought was so sweet. So now I feel bad that I. I I, I, anyway, so the dog didn't say hi. Whatever. The dog didn't like. Um, it? No, he wasn't. Yeah, Wilson. <laughs> no, he wasn't there for part of that. Uh, okay, what, another uh, bizarre. Uh, story. I mean, uh, this this story was. It's real. It's uh, creepy, but you should know about it because it might indicate something. They didn't else name that dog after Russell Wilson, did they? 
No, they named it after the sporting go- after the Wilson Sporting Goods because they have. I don't know. I I don't know. <laughs> okay. Sorry. I could have called him Spalding. You know, <laughs> Spalding. <laughs> How many times have I talked to you about your language? <laughs> sorry, Grandpa. Um, a missing Paris girl, twelve years old, has been found in a suitcase. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, her throat was cut. And there were numbers placed on her corpse with some kind of a device. Yeah. Yeah. Um, She uh, was missing Friday night, never returned from school in Paris. Uh, Her father is a caretaker of the building where the family lived. He saw footage of the girl uh, with a woman in her 20s later. And then that same woman was later seen on the CCTV footage carrying a suitcase out of the building. Investigators said that when the girl was missing, searched the basement of the building, discovered evidence of a kidnapping. Later, uh, somebody reported a suitcase a few streets away from where the family lived. Inside the suitcase was the 12-year-old girl's dead body. She had, uh, her throat had been sliced. She may have died from uh, asphyxiation. So whether it was from the uh, the cut or a uh, we don't know, but anyway, uh, she was bound with tape, and the numbers one and zero were found on her body, uh, placed on her body with some kind of a device. Satanist. Uh, there, uh, four people are in custody in connection with a case. Uh, they're going to uh, the autopsy. I, I haven't heard the results of the autopsy yet, but again. Um, if this, I mean, she, she was found a, a couple of streets away. So it wasn't like she was kidnapped and taken to, you know, to whatever she was. It was a ritual killer. I mean, yeah, this sounds like some real Famous. horrible freaking but you cult know it, thing. It sounds like two TV shows. Remember the one a few years ago on NBC <laughs> where the girl was found naked in a suitcase in Times Square. Yes, And yes. she had stuff written all over yeah. her, and they had tried to figure that out. Yeah. Okay, she was in the Thor movies, too. So there was that. And remember the Americans, the scene where they have to kill the guy in the hotel room and cut him up and put him in suitcases. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, wow. Uh, mm. That's got to be a Satanist ritual thing. I guess. Uh, a quickie, a quickie crime thing. They apparently have, allegedly have caught the guy uh, who robbed Julio, Julio Jones, uh, from his, um, the guy, the, the guy they caught was from Bowling Green, Kentucky. And by the way, uh, uh, kudos to the cops. Here's the story. Uh, Julio Jones's place was robbed. Uh, he was in uh, Buckhead. Uh, it's on uh, West Roxborough Road some time ago. And so the police, uh, when they went to the, let's see, look at da 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 An officer on an off-duty patrol spotted uh, the suspect accused of stealing clothing and jewelry from uh, Julio Jones's place. Officers responded to the West Roxborough Road home after a 911 caller reported a burglary. The caller was not identified. Police didn't say how they discovered the home had burglarized, but they used the security technology to see images of the suspect, broadcast his physical description over the radio, and an off-duty cop saw the guy, detained him without incident, matched him to the description, and took him into custody, still wearing some of the stolen and clothing that he stole from Julio's place. <laughs> but again, what a great job by an off-duty cop yeah. who was so aware, and he's not even, not even on duty, Dude. but he heard the saying, you know, look out for, you know, a guy such back, da 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 and out. saw a guy, one Adam 12, one Adam 12, yeah. and off-duty said, gee, I wonder if that's the guy they're looking for, stopped him and caught him. Yeah. 
Great going copper. I wish I knew the guy's uh, cop's name. Give him a little salute here. Anyway, nice going copper. Also, um, uh, a drive-by shooting at uh, Clark Atlanta University early Sunday morning at the Robert well, Woodruff Library. I don't know why Julio wasn't home to catch him himself. He's well, not, not like he's playing. Not like he can be on the football field. Last three years. Um, the University Clark Atlanta's uh, homecoming week, and there was a party taking place out to the uh, Woodruff Library uh, on Brawley Drive, and a drive-by shooting and shot four people. And the people at Clark Atlanta said, well, they weren't students. Now, you know, they weren't students. And I said, well, how do you know they weren't students? They said, well, because, you know, uh, the problem is that Clark Atlanta, uh, they have access, everybody has access to a drive right through here. And, and, the, and the students are in danger because of these non-students. I said, okay, good, fine, I, I know. Best of luck to you. I'm everybody's happy. Um, shall we do a Bill Burr thing? Now, we have two, we have a couple of Bill Burr things to choose from. One of them involves... Airlines and the other one involves bad language. Do you have a choice? Just do you pick know? one. Just pick one. Let's do, well, let's do the first one we had was uh, the bad language, but it's, I, I need to warn you that it's all bad language. He's, he's describing how some people can use dirty words better than other people and, and how they get away with it. And so it's a pretty funny bit, but it's all bad words. Yeah. So if, you have, if you're going to be offended by this, don't, you know, give us so five, four what minutes. What you're saying is yeah. there are bad words <laughs> in this. It's going to be bad words here, pretty clearly. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to, and, you know. And TIP yeah. stands for. I, I can't remember what that, uh, totally in her, no, that can't oh. be right. Pocket. Totally, I'm totally in her pocket, yes. man. She can do anything she wants with me. Okay, here's Bill Burr uh, being uh, uh, Bill Burr. <laughs> I've noticed black people have the genius to put the curse word after they say the race of the person. We're white dudes. We always put it in front. And if we would just make that little adjustment, we could save so many careers. So many jobs could be saved in the white community if we would just put it after. You never notice that in conversation here, black guy being like, man, I was standing there, this Asian motherfucker came in, he starts talking about, uh, you don't even hear it. You just sit there, oh, what did this Asian motherfucker do? I would love to hear the rest of this story, right? Dude, I would tell the exact same story, right? I'm standing there, right? This fucking Asian comes in, right? <laughs> he's, got, he's got a pretty good point, I do say. Uh, let's see. Okay. Um, a couple of, as you know, I read uh, Dear, Dear Abby column. Gene Phillips is the new Dear Abby. Um, and people are so weird. Uh, see if this sounds, <laughs> I don't know if it's not a, really an important topic, but I thought it was fairly bizarre. Been married more than 20 years to a very kind man, dear Abby, but the only thing he can talk about is cars and trucks. He literally, uh, that's his entire life and his entire hobby. He spends most of his free time cleaning, polishing, and talking about them, cars and trucks. He priorita prioritizes them way above me, has for most of our married life for 20 years. I do think there's a bit of OCD going on here, but he refuses help. We've been to several counselors, but he denies the obsession. We get to nowhere. I'm getting older, and I'm not sure I can take much more of this. When we occasionally watch a movie, he spends it pointing out the vehicles in the movie. Oh. He has no clue. 
clue what the movie's about. Traveling was spent pointing out all the cars on the road, not the oh things we saw. God. He retires soon and has zero other interests. I need more in my life, and I'm seriously thinking being alone would be better than listening to car and truck history until my dying day. <laughs> Especially if he's about to retire, he'll be so, home a lot. <laughs> what you're saying here. Yeah. He's driving her crazy. <laughs> he's driving her crazy. <laughs> it's on the road to insanity, my friends. <laughs> the highway to hell, baby. It's a short trip. Yeah, and, she, and Abby says, I agree there's more to life than this, but try explaining that to a car enthusiast. By now, you should have realized you can't change your husband. You can, though, develop more of your own interests and spend time with like-minded people. <laughs> the same is true for travel if you join a group. Yeah, nonsense. You can't, can't get away from the guy if all he's done when he's with you 18 hours a day talking you about... Know, guy. Anyway, whatever. She's going to have to put him up on blocks. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have, in one of our uh, New Yorker magazines, I think I think you have this copy, too. Sometimes they send me two, sometimes they don't. But I ripped this out of the... Uh, in, in one part of it, there's a commentator, a little commentary, a little jokey type stuff. Uh -huh. This was an article called More Types of Parents. Uh, we've heard of helicopter parents where they uh, hover over their kids to make sure they can't do anything wrong and they take care of everything, stuff like that. Well, here are some more. Wearing blender parents will absolutely liquefy obstacles to their children's future success, but they are not above dicing someone who just annoys them. Leaf blower parents, very loud and aggressive. They don't actually deal with stuff so much as dramatically blow it around so that someone else will have to clean it all up. Uh, drone parents, stealthier than helicopter parents. They use location services on phones, ring doorbells, old baby monitors to track their children. Although seemingly quiet and unobtrusive, they will appear out of blue and annihilate anyone whom they perceive to be blocking their children's momentum toward the Ivy League. <laughs> Swiffer parents. <laughs> this is kind of nasty. Just Swiffer parents, seemingly efficient at cleaning up their children's messes, but actually not so great with the really big ones. <laughs> like Swiffer doesn't really. <laughs> uh, Tesla parents, quiet, attractive, and ostensibly better for the world, but loathed by other parents for their sanctimonious bullshit. <laughs> uh, toilet paper parents, often gentle, but sometimes somehow never around when you need them. Uh, here's one for flounder. Air fryer parents. Either completely shut down or blasting intense heat causing a protective crust to form around their children are considered healthier since they don't use conventional methods but end up being just as bad for you as everybody else. And one more. Uh, particle accelerator parents known for propelling their child forward at high speeds until he or she cracks up at 15 during freshman year at Harvard. <laughs> oh, anyway. Now, uh, a, a quick word for one of our more uh, spon uh, one of our sponsors. A musical birthday coming up here shortly. Um, also, uh, some history stuff, and uh, you'll hear the words Al Capone. Uh, but first, let's say you're looking for a, a new car. Duh, he's tricked the giver. <laughs> Let's say you're looking for a new oh, yeah, yeah. Hey, ho. Uh. <laughs> I'm throwing it to your underhand, boy. <laughs> uh, go to swapmywhip.com. A whip, of course, colloquial phrase or a word for a car or a vehicle, a ride. Uh, and at Swap My Whip, you may find like-minded people who would love to swap their whip, their car, for yours or someone you know or a guy that they have and da-da-da-da-da. No middlemen, no dealerships, no used car salesmen. You do it all on your own right there. Swap my whip.
whip.com. Look it up, check it out. You might just get yourself a better deal, especially for a car that you've always wanted that might be right there available that you can't find somewhere else. Anyway, it's not just cars, by the way, at swapmywhip.com. Uh, trucks, boats, jet skis, off-road vehicles, ATVs, whatever. Swapmywhip.com. And don't forget, use the coupon code Kimmer, K-I-M-M-E-R, for 180 days of free premium listings on swapmywhip.com. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. Hey everybody, Buck Blue here, and as a recent customer of Jim Ellis Automotive and a longtime friend of the Vice President, Stacey Ellis, man, I know Jim Ellis Automotive Group takes pride in being a family-owned and operated business. I saw it firsthand. When Stacey's granddad, Jim Ellis, founded the company back in 71, his goal was to treat every customer like family by offering a car buying experience that was both easy and fully transparent. And it worked. 50 years later, Stacy's dad, Jimmy Ellis, grew the organization to become Georgia's largest family-owned and operated automotive group. And today, third-generation family members like Stacy, along with more than 1,700 dedicated team members, are working hard to uphold the values Jim Ellis Automotive was founded on. And that's why Jim Ellis has been around for over 50 years. Enjoy the advantages of buying your next vehicle from a family-owned and operated dealership. Visit JimEllis.com or stop by any of their 20 dealerships located throughout Metro Atlanta. Jim Ellis Automotive, where you can always expect the best. Uh, a couple of birthdays for you today. Uh, Michael McKean, yeah. 75. I just saw uh, Best in Show was just on. Uh, for your consideration, and all these movies with him and all the whole the crew the there. Final Tap. Yeah, I'm, I'm just. Uh, and, uh, that was a. I loved that movie too. Breaking. Uh, uh, not breaking up. Uh, Better no, Call Saul. Better Call Saul, yeah. Oh, that's right. He played the older brother yeah. uh, lawyer. Uh, Norm. George Went, 74 today from Cheers. Alan Jackson, 64, country singer. Ziggy Marley, uh, Bob Marley's kid, the entertainer and singer. I guess he's, is he, I don't even know, is he a rapper or, or a... No, he's a reggae rock guy. guy. Reggae guy, yeah. reggae, uh, sure, of course. Uh, Ziggy Marley, 54. Eminem, 50 years old. Hmm. Felicity Jones, she was that uh, cute oh. little uh, brunette chickie who was in... Uh, the uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg uh, story. Yeah. She uh, was in Rogue One, one of the better Star Wars knockoffs. Yeah, yeah, she was a cutie. She was a, played a great role in that Ruth Bader Ginsburg movie on. She's a good actress. Women's rights or the Supreme Court. I can't remember the name, but uh, she's 39. Felicity Jones, uh, Gary Puckett, and the Union. Gary Puckett is 80 years old today. Thanks. He was my first when I was at Arizona State University, which is the only school that let me in after I got back out of the Marines and came over, came overseas. And I was at Arizona State, and that was my first. First concert that I recall with my starter wife 
and it was Gary Puckett in the Union Gap, and it was colder than hell. It must have been wintertime, and for some reason it was at Arizona State in Tempe, Arizona, near Phoenix, and it was colder than hell, and we were all bundled up, and he was wearing a short-sleeved shirt, I mean, or a, a, a thin thing, and was must have been freezing up there, I remember, and he looked so skinny. He looked, I couldn't believe it in person. When you first see your rock guys, you looked up. Anyway, that was my first rock concert with my uh, starter wife, I believe, so I'm not mistaken. No, that can't be. Yeah, that was, yeah, yeah. No, uh, anyway, um, he is... Uh, 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 Gary Puckett is 80 years old today. Ernie Else, the famous golfer, 53 today. Mike Judge is 60. <laughs> Mike Judge is the creator of Office Space, Beavis and Butthead, King of the Hill. Yeah. Uh, and he does, <laughs> he does voices. He does those are the voices. He does those voices, too. Uh, Bill Hudson of the Hudson Brothers is 73. You may not know the Hudson Brothers, but you do know his daughter is Kate Hudson whose mom is Goldie Hawn. Was it Mike Judge in uh, Office Space, the guy uh, that, that Jennifer Aniston, Aniston's boss that was talking about flair all the time? I think that was Mike oh, Judge. Oh, might be, might be. Yeah, I think it was. Uh, if, uh, we could probably Google the <laughs> cast members in uh, Office Space and see whether he pops up. We need to up. talk about your flair. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you want me to use more flair? Well, now, see, it's just up to you, but you should want to want more flair, you know. <laughs> and you're, that's how they are, by the way. That's also those people. Okay, here, tchotchkes, we have... Uh, tchotchkes, yeah. <laughs> I've got seven tchotchkes. <laughs> It's Todd Duffy is the the actor's name. So. Uh, okay. He's in there somewhere doing something. Yeah. Uh, Bill Hudson of the Hudson Brothers is 70, 73. His daughter's Kate Hudson with Goldie Hawn. Bill Hudson divorced Goldie Hawn in 1982 so he could marry Cindy Williams from Laverne and Shirley. Oh, and, and Michael McKean got his start as Lenny and Squiggy on. Oh, that's right. That's right. Um, Laverne yeah. um, and one more birthday, 63 years old, would have been his age today. And it would have been Norm McDonald's 63rd Aww. birthday. And Flounder's now going to find us a Norm McDonald thing so just to sad. put him in our memory. Norm. God damn it. Mm, that's what a little go. flashback. Huh. And get some volume. Here we go. Are they a winner? You know, but <laughs> who knows? <Aww. laughs> With the you girls. love George Bush, don't you? I love George Bush, man. He's a good man, decent. You know, none of this. He's, uh, you know, he's not a, a liar, or a crook, murderer, or anything like that. So it'd be good to get the. See, I, I don't. I think we should get the homicide out of the White House and get like a. Uh, a fresh start, because we don't want any more murderers. I no, think we, we should just go on to the next question. Who's <laughs> <laughs> murderers? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Clinton, he murdered a guy. Let's just go on to the next question. Uh, okay. yeah. This is not my week, what can I tell you? <laughs> oh, it's not mine either, and I'm being very nice, okay? Be <laughs> <laughs> a good boy. Now, Norm. Do you never hear that? No. Listen, Norm, we don't this is not the place to make those accusations. And you're supposed to be funny. Oh. Let's get on with it. Anyway, I don't Norm. want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> get rid of the murderers in the White House. Anyway, <laughs> we miss old Norm. Um, a couple of historical notes. Uh, 1973, you remember the start of those crappy K cars. Yeah. You remember those K cars when, when uh, what's the name, who made the Mustang and went to uh, Chrysler? Lee Iacocca. 
was bragging about his K cars, which were cheap square boxy cars because of the onslaught of Japanese cars names hitting the American vernacular started really in earnest on this day in 1973. Members of OPEC announced an oil embargo on any country that supported Israel in the war against Syria and would decrease oil production 5% each month to those countries until Israel gives back the land it took in the 1967 war. Eat me. Suddenly, Japanese cars that got twice the gas mileage as ours flooded into America. And you could, I remember this in my neighborhood one day, uh, my neighbor down the street, again, it was here, it was, it was in uh, New Orleans in a living in our cul de sac, 1973. Uh, no, that can't be right. I was still here in Atlanta. I beg your pardon. It was here in Atlanta, uh, 73 or 74, after this K car thing all started. A neighbor drove home one day in a great big Cadillac. And the reason was he got it for almost nothing. Yeah. I mean, they were giving them away. They, they couldn't get, they wanted to get rid of these cars. Yeah. And people said, oh, well, are you going to fill that? Da-da. I mean, it was really, they were mocked and said, oh, you still buying no big da da da? I mean, I re- <laughs> he got the last laugh. He got the last laugh. But again, it, was, it all started because of on this day, the oil embargo by, the, uh, by OPEC said, we're punishing all you countries, and all of a sudden, all these, all these little Japanese cars, Chrysler went to these little K cars. Uh, I mean, it was just you know, no horsepower and uh, stripped down and lightweight. Anyway, uh, that was now started in 1973. In 1931, Scarface Al Capone is found guilty of tax evasion, gets 11 years in prison and a fine of 50 grand, he got out eight years later, 1939. He started originally, his sentence was to be here at the Atlanta Federal Penitentiary. The problem was, it was Al Capone. And the guard said, hey, that's Al Capone. And they treated him like royalty. The fiefdom. Yeah. He ran the joint. He could do anything he wanted to. It was like, you know, the Goodfellas, when they went to prison, yeah. they, were, they had steaks and beer brought in and whatever, do whatever they want to. And that was Al Capone in prison at the Atlanta Penitentiary. So somebody finally said, okay, this has got to stop. And they sent him to Alcatraz. And he was at The Rock until he got released uh, eight years after he got sentenced. Welcome to and- The Rock. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want him dead. I want his whole family dead. A man's got to have enthusiasm. <laughs> enthusiasm. Enthusiasm. As a teenager, Al Capone was recruited by Johnny Torrio, one of the most successful killers and gangsters on the East Coast. Al Capone did little small favors and errands for Johnny Torrio. In his early adolescence, Al Capone was sleeping with neighborhood prostitutes as a young kid and apparently got syphilis from one of them. Yeah. Uh, Another rather bizarre note, uh, at the height of his power, it's reported that Al Capone had a net worth of $100 million which, uh, of his time, which would be $1.5 billion today. Uh, right before he died, though, Capone supposedly could not remember where he had hidden his fortune. He had a 6,000-square-foot home with four bedrooms and a pool in Florida, uh, it changed ownership over the years, but right now this place is owned by Ted, I'm sorry, Todd Michael Glazer, the South Florida developer who bought and then demolished Jeffrey Epstein's Palm Beach mansion. Now, one more thing. Uh, Al Capone, apparently his last words were, quote, and again, you've heard these before. 
Apparently, the last words spoken by Al Capone were, you can get more with a kind word and a gun than you can get with a kind word alone, which was him in the movie with Kevin Costner's Al Capone, Untouchables movie. He used that exact comment to the cops. By the way, I'm still bleeding, yep, apparently. Right. <laughs> All right, oh, that's a good bleed there. That's oh, coming out pretty good there. And I, I apparently am putting it somewhere else. Okay, well, that's fine now. We're all good. Um, everything's good. Everything's good. Uh, 1933, Albert Einstein and his wife arrive in Princeton, New Jersey, fleeing the Nazis to uh, get, do his work at the Institute of Advanced Study. 1943, the Death Railway is completed between Bangkok, Thailand and Rangoon, Burma, which is now Myanmar. Part of the railway, 1943 now, part of the railway is the bridge on the River Kwai. Later, of course, a famous movie. During the actual construction, 13,000 prisoners and 100,000 civilians died from horrible living conditions along with cholera, malaria, and dysentery. And it was finished on this day in 1943. 1968, the Black Power Salute. Mexico Olympics, the national anthem played after the 200-meter finals. Two black guys bow their heads and raise black-gloved fists, representing Democrats who hate America. 1979, Mother Teresa is awarded the Nobel Peace Prize for what she did to the poor in Calcutta. I say what she did to the poor. She's on a list of people who are not as nice as you think they are because apparently she prevented uh, people from getting medicine when they needed it, but she thought it should go to other people. Uh, whatever, I don't know. Again, I prayed with her when I was in San Francisco to try to save my girlfriend who died in my arms, but it didn't work, so she killed my girlfriend. Uh, 2006, the population of America in 2006 reached 300 million. 1777, American ragtag patriots to the new nation defeat the British at Saratoga, the turning point in the Revolutionary War. They said, hey, wait a minute, <laughs> we did this. And it changed, and it changed tactics. The British, I mean, everything changed right after that. And I don't think anybody, if you ask people, uh, what, was the, what was the turning point of the Revolutionary War, nobody would know it. And if you said, uh, what is the Battle of Saratoga, nobody would know what that is. Why is. I wonder why that's not taught in, as part of the uh, yeah, revolution. That was Benedict Arnold's great victory. It was part of it was fought on the uh, Lake Champlain. And in the rivers I up know. there as huge. well. Yeah. We built a navy basically yeah. to face them. Yeah. It, it, anyway, a bigger a navy. Huge, huge uh, revolutionary victory. <laughs> anyway, boys, uh, some very sad news. I don't know. You remember no. probably the story from a few years ago of Eclipse the dog. Eclipse the Eclipse dog. Eclipse the dog. He lived in Seattle. He was known for riding a city bus by himself. Oh, I know that story. Oh, that was a famous story. They'd let him he'd, he'd wait and he'd be on, get on the bus. and She was 10 years old. She died in her sleep, been fighting cancer. Uh, she gained attention seven years ago. She took the bus alone. Her owner, Jeff, says the two of them would get on the bus and visit their local dog park. One day, he was still smoking a cigarette, not paying attention, when the bus showed up, and she got on without him. <laughs> Within weeks, the Black Lab Bull Mastiff Mix was a consistent commuter in her signature red harness. <laughs> bus drivers recognized her. She knew her stop <laughs> by looking out the window. That's unbelievable. There was three or four stops down the road, and she'd start looking out when she knew her a stop was coming up they'd stop and let her out she'd run to the dog park and he'd meet he'd meet up with her later unbelievable 
What a great story. She dogs. passed away in her sleep, which is the best way, of course. Mm-hmm. I hope. Well, you say well, so. I, who, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's a horrible. I don't know. Maybe, Maybe it could be what your ghost is. You <laughs> don't know your dead. it's a nightmare from hell in your sleep. That's yeah, a- <laughs> you don't know you're dead, so you're walking around. Yeah. All right. Uh, okay, we got a poem. Susan Jansen yeah. Alton wrote this to you about six years ago. Wow. She's the Bible babe. Oh, okay, cool. It's a limerick. Remember we told people to yeah. send us limericks? I do. That was a mistake. Uh, <laughs> you can still do it. Send us limericks. Send we us love limericks. limericks. I love limericks. What the hell? Send us ghost stories. Modern uh, ghost stories for Short Halloween. Short ghost stories. Or, uh, or fear stories or psycho stories about Halloween. Some no Halloween-themed story. Yeah. There once was a van by the river <laughs> that housed a man named Kimmer. He hacked and he coughed till he... Till his hair blew off, <laughs> and now he has pains in his liver. <laughs> you, can, you can have that. Thank you. <laughs> Susan Jansen Austin from the Bible Babe. I'll be damned. How sweet. It's, it's, it's printed like an actual printed story. Thing. It did. It did. Oh, cool. oh, someone put this out and I put it on Facebook. This is God creating ducks. Okay. Okay. Waterproof that chicken and give it a kazoo. (laughs) (laughs) (coughs) Bad text theater time. Bad text theater, my friends. All right, what do we got today? I think it's the police officer. Uh, Police officer, huh? (laughs) Police officer, okay. All righty. Are you the cop or are you the uh, perp? I'll be the perp. All right, I'm the cop. I will begin. Uh, We're looking for a drug dealer, and you fit the description we've been given. All right, well, what are you looking for? <laughs> it's like the cop pulls over a guy, and the cop says, you drinking? The guy says, you buying? <laughs> Boys, have any uh, th- final thoughts? We most have got tonight, the only ball game on, really, uh, well, no, no. Monday Night Football. Yankees and Guardians? Uh, I don't really, uh, Monday Night Football is something like... Uh, Oh, it's another, oh, God. L.A. Don't you know before the season, they all got together and go, oh, we want the Broncos. Russell Wilson, we want the yeah, Broncos. Bron- yeah, Broncos It has been the Detroit worst football yeah. in the history of football. Yeah, I know. And every week we are stuck with yeah. a Broncos game. Yeah, I don't get it. Put, put those on Thursday night when nobody can watch because oh, nobody has their phone. <clears throat> I don't have my phone and then NFL screen ready, I guess. Uh, anyway, uh, boys, have a great one. Go vote. The right way. I gotta go. You're killing me. Hoorah, Super Fi. And again, uh, Wednesday, Herbert Herb. And uh, look out. Thank you. Thank you. team in baseball also has the most saves and people who save the most money are winners so start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only ten dollars each these bonds earn a fixed seven percent apy and there's no fees penalties or minimum balance required and they can be redeemed whenever you like you can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds go to worthybonds.com backslash save that's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win 
Hey everybody, Buck Blue here, and as a recent customer of Jim Ellis Automotive and a longtime friend of the Vice President, Stacey Ellis, man, I know Jim Ellis Automotive Group takes pride in being a family-owned and operated business. I saw it firsthand. When Stacey's granddad, Jim Ellis, founded the company back in 71, his goal was to treat every customer like family by offering a car-buying experience that was both easy and fully transparent. And it worked. 50 years later, Stacy's dad, Jimmy Ellis, grew the organization to become Georgia's largest family-owned and operated automotive group. And today, third-generation family members like Stacy, along with more than 1,700 dedicated team members, are working hard to uphold the values Jim Ellis Automotive was founded on. And that's why Jim Ellis has been around for over 50 years. Enjoy the advantages of buying your next vehicle from a family-owned and operated dealership. Visit JimEllis.com or stop by any of their 20 dealerships located throughout metro atlanta jim ellis automotive where you can always expect the best support for extra 106.3 comes from natural body spa and skin remedy celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in store and online you can discover mother's day and anniversary presents online at natural body spa and skin remedy at naturalbody.com